don't care if I look stupid or not. Drink vodka in moderation, kid. <laughs> Never trust a big booty in a smile. I'm always trying to shove it in the back. And sometimes I don't know if you're joking or not. Hold still. Hold still. Hold still. Damn, boys, straight to door. I do why it sounds like Bane. Let's suck on that. Look at all this way to be awkward. Hey, this is Tom Atkins. Throw me, but you better listen to the Bad Boys Podcast, or I'm coming for you. Hey, welcome back to the mail, the Bad Boys Podcast. We have three batters coming up, Alfonso, Harley, and Tony coming up to bat. Oh, wait, sorry, wrong podcast, wrong show. He's Swedish chef. I was like, what? No, Bad Boys Podcast, episode 512, random rants, all things movies. I thought you were going to keep it going. Keep what? it moving along. Keep it I'm moving. trying, but you keep fucking. I don't know what you're doing in the background. You're gobbling dust blah. over there or something. I'm blah, 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 blah. I try to fix it, try to straighten it out, and you want to keep interrupting. So I don't understand. 512, Bad Boys Podcast. Let's get it ready. Let's get going. Random rants, all these movies. Badboyspodcast.com. You already know wherever you're downloading, streaming, we're here for you. I'm your host, Fonzo, aka Mike Lowry. Joining me as always. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I guess I'm Tony, aka MCP. Yeah, I was say, I don't know if that was actually. Yeah, I was uh, recounting that. <laughs> okay. Fuck yeah, going you with are. That. All right. There you go. Uh, are you drinking tonight, Harley, by any chance? I hear it. There it is. There you go. You got cracking tonight? Crack for the win. Crack for the win. Everything else gives me a fucking headache. Tony, you're a fucking alcoholic. Talk to me. (laughs) 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 We were talking earlier before the podcast started, and he was like, I drink too much. I got a hangover. So, um, do you find any particular alcohols like are harder on you like you prefer more like you get hangovers more not cheapness not like it's well, if difficult I'm it's pop off i get a hangover and if i drink great goose i don't but like like particular kind of alcohol um it's difficult for me to remember what the fuck i drank oh. <laughs> i never i never really stick to one drink i just tend to drink everything within my reach um so it's that I I know I know, uh, like wine. I have gotten drunk off wine, and that's horrible. Um, mm. The the hangover is definitely different uh, with that. But yeah, I don't have I don't have a I haven't I haven't been able to keep track of you know what does rum do to me or what does vodka do to me what does tequila do to me like yeah mm. I found like. All the same. Everything gives me a headache as soon as I start drinking it. As soon as you start drinking it, you have a hangover? Dude, like, no, it's not a hangover because I'm fine the next day. Like, 
So you're, you're talking about beer. while you're drinking it, you get a headache. Yes, what I get a headache fuck? while I'm drinking. And I mean like... That's, when, that's psychosomatic or something, man. That's Seriously. I'm like bitch-itis. Well, whatever. <laughs> I, call it whatever you want. I mean, like, I'll be, I'll be halfway into the second pint. I start getting a headache. What are you drinking? Right now I'm drinking Kraken. But, but Chris was like... That's, that's your problem. Yeah, 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 there you go. Yeah, I'm sure that would fuck me up. Um... I wonder Vodka, tequila, whiskey, they're all giving me fucking headaches. Like as yes. soon as I Heineken? start to drink them. And, Fuck and that shit. Do you <laughs> I was leaving, I was leaving that, that up to Tony. Thank you. Um do you what do you, what do you mix your, your alcohols with? Do you always mix your alcohols with the same thing? No. No, with like so that's what uh, I mean. I, I'm rum. just trying to Right. It, it would no. be a better controlled experiment if you always mix everything with Coke. So it's like, good okay, point, so the only point. difference is... Well, with whiskey, I was drinking it with water or Coke. Didn't seem to matter. Um, You're supposed to drink it straight up. Because right Kraken, Kraken has a, has a sh- molasses in it. And it yeah, has sugar. a... a Rum, like, sh- 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 what? Sh- excuse me? It has what sugar and it has cinnamon, uh, ginger... Let me look, let me look it up. I remember I remember looking this up. Um, it has a Did bunch you put of stuff all there. the words, the, all the letters together, make one word. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to abbreviate. <laughs> no, I think all rum is basically sugar cane, or that's the that's the sugar. right. But this is this stuff is like extra extra sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then like the spices in it, maybe they help your your body metabolize or something. I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. Eleven spices, yeah. including cinnamon, ginger, clove, uh, and I guess they're not revealing the rest. At least not oh, on. There you go. It's, it's the coke, the magic. Yeah, this KFC chicken or a fucking drink? What are we talking about? <laughs> Eleven spices, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's just like I can drink Kraken and, and and be fine and not have any problems. But everything else seems to start giving me a fucking headache as soon as I start drinking. And I don't have a headache. I don't have a hangover the next day. I'll have one drink. I'll start how, to get how, headache, and I'll how stop soon drinking. does that headache last? Till I go to bed, and and does it start like after the first shot, after the first drink, or maybe like a couple hours after you start drinking? No, it it starts, it starts after I start to cop a buzz from it. You know, okay, Once it starts to kick in. So if if I took a shot, you know, twenty minutes, fifteen minutes, kind of thing. If I drink beer, it takes me twenty minutes to drink a beer. You know, thirty five minutes in the second beer, I start getting a headache. I mean, and it's not every single time. Oh, well, then what the fuck are we talking about, man? I was going to say, you made it seem like it's every time. <laughs> well, it's but it kind of, it's like enough to discourage me from drinking anything. Yeah. It's, it's often enough where I'm like, I don't really want to drink because I know I'm going to get a fucking headache. So. But you still do it. No, that's the thing. I kind of basically stopped. Okay. So. And then Chris was like, because she was kind of getting tired of cracking because it was giving her a headache. <laughs> Ironically, oh, it was giving her a hangover. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. So, like, you know, she drinks cracking, she gets a headache or a hangover. I drink everything else. I get a hangover the minute I start drinking it. So she's been drinking cracking and just trying to, you know, moderate kind of thing. Um, but, yeah, for the most part, I, I, I just kind of stopped drinking. I just don't drink very often. So we had some friends over last night. And so oh, this is your weekend talker. What the fuck are we doing? Well, I'm just kind of giving you. Like, Jesus Christ, thank you. 
got some more important matters to talk about, man. Yeah, what else we got? Unfortunately, John Saxon passed away yesterday. Yeah, that's R.I.P., man. Uh, 84, man. Uh, Good run. Good run. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, you saw his you saw his face. In fact, he was filming something in 2021. It says here, after the thunderstorm, he was filming. So, the man was working to his last breath. So, um, played Lieutenant Thompson in Nightmare on Elm Street. Played Nancy's dad. You guys remember that from played him in West Craven's New Nightmare, Dream Warriors, and in uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. And we forget him as Roper and the Dragon. Uh, Lieutenant Ken Fuller in Black Christmas. You know, he just had that look. He had that. I believe he had that little cameo in from Dust of Dawn too, right? When uh, um, R.A.P. freaking uh, John Travolta's wife. She's interviewing him actually in that scene. Oh, what was her name? Kelly Preston. Look at my ninety-five. Yeah, and from Dust of Dawn, FBI agent Stanley Chase. She's He's dead being too. interviewed. Yeah, that's kind of airy, huh? Mm-hmm. And Orrin Sanderson in Beverly Hills Cop Three. No escape, no return. Magnum Force. I mean, he's, you know, he's been working, he's been working for a while. Let's see, the earliest wanna, film we got is all the way from. Like. You remember Men of the Dragon? No, no, no. I know what he looks like. I'm looking at his IMDb. I, I wanted to see what he looked like before he died, like how old he looked. At oh. 84, you start to look different. <laughs> oh, you don't say. Is that right? Is that science? Probably your doctor. Uh, does that work? Blah 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 blah. blah. Oh, for fuck's sake. This keeps going until you on your own, buddy. <laughs> this asshole's out of control, and I can't stop him. <laughs> oh, he's got his own sounders now? Oh, Jesus Christ. Come on now. So, yeah. Yeah, man. You guys you got any remember from any roles besides the ones you just named? I I think my biggest memory is, is the characters in The Nightmare on Elm Street, for mm-hmm. sure. And then Regis Philbin died as well. Did the same day. What? Yeah. yeah. And I didn't know. Yeah, he was 88, I believe. Damn. Yeah, he had done a lot of cool work with, like, um, WWE. I remember he'd always have, like, wrestlers there. Yeah, he died 88 years old. Damn. He's always oh, July 24th. So he's expected. Yeah, man. He was in uh, Miss Congeniality. He's got some IMDb credits here. I think he, little, he played himself in Little Nicky. Played himself in Miss Congeniality too. Played himself in Everything You Always Wanted. Um, I don't know if that's the full title. Hold on, let me see. Oh, Everything You Always Wanted to Know About Sex, but we're free to ask. Nineteen seventy-two. That's a title for you. Trek the Thirty played Mabel. So yeah, he you know he had some some. Roles. He worked with Adam Sandler a lot. It's and Jack and Jill. Yeah, so, yeah. unfortunately, I don't want to sound on uh, some downers, but, you know, it just, it just had to be said. just wanted to mention real oh, quick. For sure. Yeah. Oh, I think we always cover, we try to cover the birthdays and, you know. The birthdays and the deaths. Forever, and, but yes, yeah, yeah but, John Saxon and Reese Philbin. Yeah, so RIP, man. Um, also, real quick, too, uh, I don't know if you guys have been watching anything from Comic-Con at home. They've been trying to try something different since, you know, uh, it got canceled this year. So, they had a lot of panels online or anything, and... Uh, not sure if anything came across your guys' social media, anything of interest. Did you guys peek into anything like that or see any of the panels, any upcoming shows, movies, anything like that? I didn't follow um, Comic-Con when it was live, so I certainly <laughs> am not going to follow it now. Gotcha. Yeah. What about you, Tommy? 
the buddy from work is like keep sending me links and I don't care. <laughs> you don't you don't press any of them. None of them. <laughs> oh man. I mean, the interesting thing is for how long now Comic Con is not about comic book movies. It's just an entertainment calm. You know, it's like any and all entertainment gets put on Comic Con. But everything's you know. geeky, though, right? You're, if you're this fan, you're this fan, you're this fan. But you're right, yeah. It's a big pop culture con. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's probably better. Yeah, the it's a pop it was, culture yeah. con, exactly. And yeah. so, I've always been sort of, especially as a get off my lawn old man, like I have fallen out of love for pop culture. I mean, don't get. I'm not saying all pop culture is garbage. Lots of things that are popular are popular because they are good and they're. And they will stick around and they will hold the test of time. But for the most part, the majority of pop culture is, uh, you know, we forget six months later. So, um, so yeah, it, it's impossible for me to keep up with the new video games and the new music and the new, the, the new television. I mean, I, I'll keep up with the television and movies for the most part. I mean, I don't watch it all, but, but, I'm I'm fairly abreast of, of what's incredibly popular on television and movies, but other than that, it's pretty difficult to keep up. And I certainly don't keep up with the music. That's the biggest thing that I am mm. way behind on. Yeah. I mean, Mazzy will be like, you know, she got yeah. You, yeah, you mentioned on the podcast you were listening yeah. to like a Drake song that was like years old. You're like, yo, man, y'all heard this Drake song? The song is the jam. <laughs> and you were like, well, fuck, it's ten years old. Oh yeah. Would have been clowning, like, Drake died of an overdose three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, Nick Cannon is hilarious. He was so, so late. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, no, I've seen some things pop here and there as well. But just like you, Tony, I'm just like, eh, I don't even care. Does it, it doesn't feel the same. I mean, it's, I guess it's cool for people that like, that uh, never can go or never see stuff like that, you know? Well, it's um, probably, so we're enjoying it. It's probably kind of like almost back to its roots more like the the creators and and the the people who who draw and write and um, yeah because i did see a lot of that yeah you're right a lot of a lot of things i saw mm -hmm, a lot of those kind of panels Mm -hmm. and that's what i saw too noticed that when i was looking at the um like the like i went like on a thursday or someone said the playlist and they show like what was going to come on so yeah so if anything you're right if they want to um go back to roots would be a perfect time right now and then once in a while you would see some panels here and there they were like, you know, uh, I think Kevin Smith was holding one for Bill and Ted 3. Um, Sean, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost had a new show on Amazon that was popping up. Um, what else? But yeah, I don't know. It's just not the same. Like even announcements are like, oh, we're announcing these uh, soundtracks or these posters. And I'm just like, I don't know, man. I'm not there. It just doesn't doesn't feel the same. So I guess I appreciate you guys trying something different in, in doing this. But I'm just, yeah, you know, since everything else has just kind of been well, I mean, yeah, that's shut down too. I'm just like, eh, whatever. It's being close. Like it, it, it became a, 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 an excuse to get close to the people that you follow, that you, that you're a fan of. You know, mm-hmm. you got the, the actors are going to be there at a signing or at a panel, and and like you're you're in the same room as them. Yeah, like, the you know, there's you a, can't get online. Yeah. You can't get that exactly. Right. And so you know that it's, energy from from being there gets translated mm-hmm. into the exhibit hall and and then all this new poster for yes. this and new story for that, you know, and that that's right. that buzz you that see, you just carry with you. Absolutely. Without that, 
it kind of it's kind of just a eh, just another it's just you know, it's just it's just YouTube vanilla video. right it's just yeah bland. yeah because like like you said like yeah i remember like running into like you know cal Penn or um kumail najani like an elevator like yo i love you and such and such you're like you can't get that online you can't just ran into a celebrity in the elevator at the hotel lobby you know like you can't hear there's just something in the atmosphere it's there it's hanging out with people like your friends Howie and Gina, you know that you know yeah. we only see once a year. Mm-hmm. My buddy Eric from um, from New York, like I only see once a year there. Uh, and stuff like that. That that's just or the screenings, you know, the party, everything, just that whole atmosphere. Um, it's just you just can't replace that. And it's funny because my neighbor's like, "Oh man," like he's talking to my dad. He's like, "Oh man," he he looking up. He's Jones, dude. He 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 can't miss. I'm like, I haven't even thought about it. Like you know, all the time I think about it is when I go online and I read something. Like, hey, Comic Con, Comic Con, and I'm like. Yeah, fine. I'm like, I'm more upset about Palooza being canceled. Both of them, you know, Midsummer Scream and Hollywood uh, Halloween Horror Nights. Like, you know, especially since the uh, the Palooza earlier, it was going to have like three cast members from Scream, which is one of my favorite. Movies. I wanted to meet them and get their signatures and, and and pictures. So that one hurt more than in Comic Con. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. even when Comic Con comes around and I'm going to go, I'm always like, yeah, that's cool. You know. But then once I'm there, it's I'm a whole different. I'm just like, oh fuck yeah, it's on, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's something about once you're there, dude. Something about it. It's just yeah. like, uh, like level up or something. You know? It's it's cool. But yeah, unfortunately, it's not the same. But like I said, at least hey, they're trying something new, which is really cool. And if you've never been, if you go, you know, um, it, it could be it could be neat. And like you said, there's other stuff for creators, and there's there's just um, easiest way to connect to a bunch of people. So you know, kudos to them. I thought that was cool. But one thing I did see, but it wasn't Comic Con related, was the Scott Pilgrim uh, an anniversary where they had a bunch of castmates reading the script. That was amazing. That was a highlight of my day. That was so much fucking fun. The moment I saw that, I was like, I'm sending this to fucking Messenger. I, I, this this has to be seen, you know? Yeah. Especially if you're a fan of that movie. And Tony, you know it so well, you know? Oh, yeah. It's it so it's cool like, to, to have them just... And it was it. fresh, right? Yeah, like, yeah, you knew yeah. what the lines were coming, uh-huh. but like the cadences and the difference, and then like they still would act, but you would see them, you know, like, and you could tell they're all like, they, they, what I really enjoyed was like, they really, like, really love working on that movie, right? They know it's something special, right? Like, they all, like, yeah. someone maybe like, that's like the best thing they'll do, you know? Like, they were showing the guys from like Sex Bob, you know, I'm like, well, I've seen you here and there, but like, you got fucking Captain America, you know, the kind of like, <laughs> He's been like in everything. You're just like, oh Jesus! I like, like his his when he first got on screen was hilarious. He's like, oh hi, I'm Chris Evans, 24, playing uh, uh, tr- auditioning for the role of Lucas Lee. It uh, it made Edgar Wright crack up, but it was just so cool to like see him and like um, just seeing hearing the dialogue going back and forth. Because like I said, you've seen it so many times, you know the next lines. But to yeah. see it, oh, and like you said, Aubrey Plaza with the little sensor bar mm-hmm. was. Well, what was really cool is to see what they were reacting to as other people were delivering their lines. Like if you can see mm-hmm. everybody on the screen and they're laughing, or they're yeah. or they're like like the, oh, they, it's it's almost like they want to say the lines too. Like they're mouthing the, right, the, the they lines because they know yeah. they know yeah they know someone uh-huh. else's lines type thing. So well, it's yeah. like you said too when you're watching, you could hear them laughing. Right. You know? Right. They, they nail a line you're like oh, mm. like Ellen Wong like how great was she oh my she gosh was she was totally reliving like the, her role you know oh and, and the, the, the the wig oh the, that was that, that's such a, that's such a boss power move that she did I was like oh, yes 
And even, even, cool. even Edgar Wright popped. He was like so pumped. He was yeah. so excited for that. He was like, Brad, you know, like, like you guys put a lot of work. Like Brandon Routh, uh, he put on the, the his costume, you know, like he had the mm-hmm. shirt on. Yes. He's playing bass. I was like, yo. <laughs> and until he said on the screen, he doesn't get it. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Uh-huh. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. yeah. So kudos to Entertainment Weekly or everybody else that was involved from Edgar Wright to, um, uh, was it Mike Bacall, who, um, was a co-writer who has a little cameo in the movies. Like, what is he supposed to be a pirate or something? Yeah. Um, the Def Patel, he had the little Funko making him dance, mm-hmm. you know, all the other people dancing and talking, you know, uh, when Mae Whitman read Alliance, oh, people were cracking up, you yeah. know, she, uh, she had a little accent and, uh, dude, it was just so much fun. Like that was so cool to see. I totally dug that. So that was like, that's, that's how you do it right. But again, like it had so many people like, you know, and Mary Elizabeth once said too, like just showing you like, you have short hair, you can pull it off. Amazing. Mm-hmm. See Ramona Flowers and, and Michael Sarah talking. I don't know. It was just cool. Can you do a grind thing? You know, just like look at Lee say, you know the only thing that bummed me out was he didn't say, that's actually hilarious. Yeah, yeah. They need, they, and they, then you go in the comments, everybody was asking for it. <laughs> Everybody's like, yeah. why did they cut out before you said that, you know? Why don't you hit it for us, Tony, real quick, since we got it. Shit, you know, I have to pull it up. Uh, oh, you know, take your time. When you find it, just drop it, man, because that, that is awesome. That was, like I said, that was really well done. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let's see. Uh, Alright, so if you guys got no extras, right? No TV, no nothing? No video games? Uh, oh, I wanted to, I wanted to talk about, um, Warrior Nun. I actually oh, finished you it. Started it? I finished it last week, but I forgot to talk about it. Oh shit! You um, damn. Yeah, yeah, we binged it because we, we we enjoyed it. Like this was it was cool, and we just kept watching it, and we and we ended up we didn't exactly binge it, but we we had like two or three uh, episode um, sessions um, like over the course of the the, the week, um, and uh, and it was so cool up until the last episode, and then we we're just like, what? What the, it felt like it jumped the shark, it jumped the nun, oh. like it, oh what yeah, so it just got it got I don't know it got it got like they tried to cram too much at the end. Um, hey, you didn't talk about this at all, right? You I mean you're gonna review it here real quick? Uh, I mean, I mean yeah, it's, so I, I talked about it like uh, when I first started it, um, but I, I didn't talk about it any much more. Um, it okay. just follows a girl that um, she. She was a uh, she was a, she was an orphan. She was, she was an orphan. Ended up uh, her parents like were in a car accident or something. Um, and and you, you don't find this out um, right away. It's within the first episode. But essentially, that she's she's an orphan in a in an in an orphanage. Uh, but she ends up dying uh, at one point, or, or the, at the start of the movie, she's dead. Uh, and then there's this, this thing that the warrior nuns are protecting and in, uh, they're protecting it from some demons that are, that are trying to get it. Uh, and, and, and in order to hide it, they, they, it like, for some reason it hides better on, in the flesh so they can, the, the, the way the warrior nuns work is that they use that item by embedding it into the, into their back. Um, and that's the warrior nun and she got, she gets like powers, um, and she she ended up dying right there in the in like in that first episode she's dying 
they have to take the item out and put it into and they're and they and they're like well we have to put it somewhere and so the girl puts it into the dead girl like it's a dead body right so it's like this is a good way to hide it and she ends up coming back to life and um, oh, okay. once they put it on her yeah once they put it in her and and now she's got the powers um and she ends up like getting getting separated from the warrior and so like the first few episodes are you know trying to get her back and she's still learning um uh, how to use the powers oh 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 she was also paraplegic so she had she couldn't walk she was stuck in the orphanage in bed right so mm-hmm. then she she dies and then when she comes back to life she can walk she can she can she can move her arms and everything um, she beat some demons she and she beats some demons it it definitely yeah. yeah yeah so the it, it takes a little while um you know for for her to get uh, for for the nun, you know, the the warrior you nuns train to, with Mr. Miyagi first to re- recruit her, right? And they have to train her and blah blah blah. Um, Get some uh, montages. Yeah, uh, training montage. I don't think they did a training montage. No, long. yeah, uh, maybe that's the weak point of the uh, of the show is just no montages. Um, <laughs> but montage. uh, uh, so so so, uh, like, I don't know. How, I, I don't. I don't want to spoil it. For anybody who wants to watch it, um, I already, I mean, because I've already said, said a lot. Um, the, 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 but right. So, so it it goes through and, oh, and there's a science there, there, it's, it's modern. And then there's a company that is trying to study the, the, I think they call it the special metal called divinium. Um, and, uh, and so there's a science aspect to it. Right. Yeah. Um, the girl that gets uh, the item stuck in her, she's not religious. She's she's like she's atheist. She's I don't think they actually say atheist, um, but she's definitely not religious. And so she's like, well, she's so 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 she's like all about like find out what's going on like through the science. She she favors the science side of things versus the religious side of things. Um, and but what happens at the end is so the whole time like, like the the show is kind of writing the line of. You know, is it is it is it supernatural or is it a scientific thing that we just don't know about, right? Um, and, and then at the end, it feels like they just crammed a bunch of story trying to tie up, tie things up, and but at the same time they they like added more loose ends, I guess. So, so you know, to you know, because they want a second season type thing, mm-hmm. and it just didn't work. It felt very forced it was very jarring um the way it felt like it just crammed it in right at the end um but up to that point i was i was digging it so i mean it has i I give it a dollar uh just because i'd buy that for a dollar i mean i i I enjoyed the time i spent for you know 12 episodes it was just that 13th one was uh it it almost felt like they weren't sure if they were going to get another season so they had to get enough in there to explain more Without having, you know, because maybe they were trying to save it for the next season. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know how shows work. <laughs> <laughs> it just, it just <laughs> didn't, <laughs> didn't feel. Right. Yeah, yes, thank uh, you, thank like, you, honey. Now, what the hell's going on? <laughs> Jeez, Louise, you got mushmouth from Fat Albert. Man. All right. Well, cool. There you go. Yeah, sure. I, I was watching a little bit, like first 20, 30 minutes of it, I think, too. Yeah. Seemed for, cool. Yeah, interesting. So finish the first episode. You know, the pilot. It's, it's. It ends with a rave, which is fun. You know, they're they're oh, there. You go. No yeah, yeah. That first, that first uh, pilot episode. Is that a song from Blade playing in it though? Uh, the, n- no, I, I kept waiting for it. 
um, the the it should be the standard, man. Just right, but yeah, getting to get the blood shower going. Yep. But, uh, Son of a bitch. Yeah. Well, let's see. We got next. What we got? Yeah. So Saturday night movie night uh, was Napoleon Dynamite. We were the kids were supposed to choose for their birthday. It was their birthday this Saturday. It's the weekend spoiler. Um, uh, they were supposed to pick the movie for that evening, but they were just a little too exhausted. I'll explain why a little later. Um, so they're like, yeah, it's fine. You guys can watch something. We're, we're tired. We're good. We're like, all right. And then we kind of decided, like, we're like, decided for a comedy. Nobody could kind of decide. So I'd say, oh, how about deploying Dynamite? Let's get out of the way. People want to, you know, it's, it's hard to get out. You got to walk that fine line between family friendly and maybe a little more PG 13. You know, you know, some of the, the kids are older. Sometimes River River and Regan hang out after in after the movie, so kind of kind of watch what we show. Um, so I'm like, yeah, that one should be easy. And um, yeah, man, it's fun. Holds up. It's funny. Um, so hearing the sounders from the from the show is always good. Um, seeing the gif of um, Kip doing the yes when he's playing bowling, it's so funny seeing it in the movie and not just replaying over and over again as a gif, but actually seeing it <laughs> in the scene. Um, but yeah, I would vote for Pedro, and I. Definitely vote for Napoleon Dynamite. So I, wasn't I this wasn't this one of like the first Tony hated it movies like way back in the days on the podcast? <laughs> it could I, be. It, it sounds like a trivia question. Am I imagining question, that, Tony? Or is that... Are you what? Am I imagining that, or am I imagining? Do, do I remember this, that correctly? Like that, you hated that movie? Or this some movie's shit? a pile of shit. No, you didn't. You didn't movie. imagine that. That's that's reality. Oh, okay, okay, cool. I, I, I felt like that was the case, but I wasn't one hundred percent sure. So, okay, <laughs> glad, I'm glad I remember that more accurate. That accurate, good. But yeah, I, I said um, I don't know if you played the sounder, but I said you know, it's a high dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. And just in uh, Friday night, I got home super late. But crew was awake and he was he was he was he was down. I was down. You and Amy joined us at the very end of the movie to watch it. And uh, this is Friday the Thirteenth Part Six. Jason lives. One of the more popular ones. It's very um, tongue in cheek. It's the very beginning intro. If you guys look up uh, Jason lives intro on YouTube, you'll see a mock of um, a James Bond where he's kind of walking, you know, on his side, turns to the camera and shoots it. You know, does that whole blood effect that's good to the music. Um, Jason does that in this one. So right off the bat, you kind of know what you're getting yourself into. It doesn't take yourself too serious. Uh, it's one of the fan favorites. Um, they just totally erase part five, and they continue from part four. These are a couple of sounders. Tom Matthews, who I've met a couple of times um, from uh, Return of the Living Dead, and, uh, and as well as this one. Uh, CJ Graham is uh, the guy that played Jason in this movie. I was lucky enough to meet him a couple years back. Uh, it's one of my popular YouTube videos. It's kind of with 3,000 views, which is really cool. People seem to really like that one. Um, got to interview, you know, got to talk to him for a pretty long time in that video. And not only did I get to meet him, we got to meet Ted White from part four. So it's really cool. It's like the two popular ones I get. And it makes sense. Like, it's the two popular Jason. So, you know, people, um, uh, they just eat it up. I'll randomly, like, get an email. Once about here and there, that people said, "Oh, they'll comment on that video or watch it." I'm like, "Fuck this! This one just got legs, man. It just keeps going," which I love. So this one, Tommy Jarvis goes to the graveyard to get rid of Jason Voorhees' body once and for all. 
but it inevitably brings him back to life. Instead, the newly revived killer once again seeks revenge, and Tommy may be the only one who can defeat him. So even Crew was like, why is he? He's like, he's already dead. Remember part four? I'm like, I know. So why is he going in there? I'm like, I know. And you look at him, they open up the grave. He's got all these maggots on him. He's got worms. And you're like, yeah, see, he's dead, dude. Tommy's like, no, fuck that. I want him dead, dead. Like, not just dead, but like dead, 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 right? I think so, I remember we, this. You remember this one? Yeah, I do. I, I mean, I don't remember the whole movie, but I remember that scene. I remember the, yeah. the beginning. Yeah. With the lighting strike and everything. Yeah, they yeah, had, yeah. That's a corny ass way to bring him back or something, you know? I thought it was fine. I had no, no problem. Yeah, I think it too. It looks cool, yeah. And like the album cover from the new soundtrack on vinyl, it's it's kind of a. It's the lightning design. Is it makes its mask? It's really bitching. It's really cool, actually. Um, um, so yeah, he, t- he uses like one of the cemetery posts, like one of the like fence bars, to like stab him. He's stabbing like he's stabbing the shit out of him. And once lightning hits him, it kind of brings him back to life. And it's funny because he looks so old and decrepit, like his body's just falling apart. But then all of a sudden, he's just like swollen again. It's like fucking magic, man. It's rad. Fucking Hollywood, man. Yeah, seriously, fucking Jason. It's just cool. Um, so yeah, this one's a lot of fun. It's so got the damage a lot line, which we love. Uh, uh, it's got a it's got a cool Alice Cooper song rocking out with his dudes uh, banging his chick in the back of a uh, um, I don't win a bagel, but you know, big mobile home, big mobile truck he's got, and uh, it's got a cool couple of deaths in there. Just a lot of cool shots, cool cool deaths. Um, uh, the, the counselors are cool. It's, it's cool again. We get to see kids again. You know, they were back to a camp. Um, so oh. like that's that's another cool thing people like about it, and um, yeah, the characters are um, they're fun. Uh, the final girl, she's really cool too. She's actually the daughter of the cop who doesn't believe Tom Tommy, of course. She's giving him a hard time, but the daughter, she's she's kind of sassy. She's kind of she's really cool. She like fucks with her dad all the time. She flirts with Tom, with Tommy. She's like, you know, don't be too rough on him. He's kind of cute, and all her friends are laughing. He's just like, oh, great. I was this guy's a fucking loony, been talking about Jason. And my daughter wants to bang him. Like he's like, I can't fucking win. <laughs> but he's great. He's over the top. He's great. And uh, yeah, this one is a lot of fun. Jason lives. Gets. Uh, by the French, I would throw this one a Slater man. Because this is an easy oh. watch. You can watch this over and over again. Absolutely, it's that, that much. That's so much fun. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. Who really enjoyed it? Even Amy was watching at the end. Like, wait, so he's dead? He died again? He's coming back? Like, how? I'm trying to explain it to her. And even Cruz kind of like. Oh, come on, mom. Like, he's already at part six, right? He's like, man, we, we don't pass those two. Are you missed, you know? He's like, catch up, catch up. <laughs> so I think he enjoyed this one as well, too. So he likes this one. Uh, so next, we're going to be going into seven, which I believe is. What's that one called? Let's see. What has a funny name? And then I believe from Friday seven and on, it's, uh, yeah, right there. It's funny when I type in Friday, IMDb brief, come, IMDb brief comes out with who owns Jason Voorhees. He's got Jason. Face to face with LeBron James. <laughs> Let's see, Red Thirteenth Part Seven. It is called The New Blood. That's it. And from here on out, from seven, eight, nine, and ten, uh, Jason is played by Kane Hodder. Uh, he's a big stuff man. He, uh, and I guess in this one, he, um, he gets a shit kicked out of him. And since he's a stunt double, he can he can do all the cool stunts. So. Uh, yeah, so that'll be next week. Uh, I think that's it for uh, extras there. Um, you, guys, you guys good? You guys want a pee break or you good? Keep, keep I'm good. Okay. No, I'm sorry. Okay. Cool. All right, then. Um, let's see. Who got the homework? So you got some music to lead us into the homework there? Homework. 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 
Yes, sir. So it looks like uh, Harley had the homework this week. Yeah, you know, I keep getting shit from my wife about fucking movies I pick. And so I saw like a trailer to this or some shit on IMDb or YouTube or something. And. Yeah. Check, check. What? What do you mean? There we go. I think Tony's watching a baseball game. It's fucking. Oh, I'm sorry about that. So, so if you if you guys remember, um, some time ago, I rewatched Pop Star Never Stop Never Stopping. Yeah, you love that movie. That movie's like in my top ten fucking favorite comedies of all time. It's so goddamn funny. Um, you know, watching this movie, I don't think. I love that movie because of Andy Samberg. I mean, he plays the role perfectly, uh, but I think the writing of that, which he gets, he has writing credits, um, I think is the strength of that movie. Um, ironically, it's got a 6.7 on IMDb, and, and uh, Palm Springs has a 7.5. I don't know. Popstar just fucking tickles my fancy. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, I picked Palm Springs because I thought it was like going to be a romantic comedy, and then a lot of ways. You trying to get brownie points with the wifey? Yeah, exactly. And it worked, you know. I might have got a little, little, uh, you know, breakfast action, if you know what I mean. Oh shit! But, uh, <laughs> Slater, right there, you know, <laughs> right? That's a fucking movie. <laughs> so um, that's some scrambled eggs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, baby, you want? You, hey, baby, was it Happy Gilmore? Hey, don't you want breakfast? <laughs> Was she wearing your hockey jersey? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Actually, you know, the, break, the, the the morning delight, that's more of her thing. I'm, I'm more of like a right before bed kind of guy. But, I'm, you know. But like the, you don't get morning wood, huh? Uh, not so much. Not anymore. That's actually hilarious. <laughs> hey, there yeah. it is. <laughs> Sorry, we're in a delay. We're on Harley's internet right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyway, so yeah, I picked this movie. Um, the, the, um, the trailer gives away a major spoiler. Thirty seconds in the movie, it spoils it. It's uh, it's kind of a, a take on Groundhog Day, right? It's um, mm-hmm. this guy uh, he went into a cave on a wedding day. On a he's just a guest at a wedding, and uh, he gets uh, fuck I don't remember how he got went and got drunk or stoned or something, <laughs> and he stumbled into this cave after an earthquake. And he gets stuck in Groundhog Day, and um, they don't they don't come out and say how many days he's been Groundhog Day in it, but it's got to be a lot. No, but what's like, cool is that how they imply it. Yeah, with with like all the things that he's perfected, and I don't want to spoil, is, but like he like darts. That's the, the, the like he threw the. It's like yeah. shit. In so order for someone to do that, just nonchalantly and just nail it, it's gotta be a long time yeah exactly well when she goes to right <laughs> i mean it's, Spoiler it's kind of alert. cheesy but she like gives herself a so i'm gonna bleep the fuck well out of i mean guy. i'm not you know that's not spoiling what yes it is. In the movie. Yeah, it is well, i'm gonna bleep it out oh okay fine cool so sorry. that means I'm it's sorry. a spoiler <laughs> i didn't mean i don't want to upset reed you know he, he might get upset hey you're taking his thunder come on now 
So, so anyway, so yeah, it's implied that he's been stuck in it for um, a long time, like p- potentially a year, maybe, you know, a couple hundred days has gone by. He's, and it's a wedding day. And it's like, as if every day he falls asleep or dies, it resets just like Groundhog Day. Um, and then he sort of, I guess, eventually develops this sort of non-traditional romantic comedy romance with one of the, I think it's the sister of the bride. Um, And, you know, comedy ensues. And I I think that's the strength of the film is when they get to know each other. Um, I don't know. Can we spoil what happens to her? Oh, no. Right. So yeah, we don't, well, well, I think we can spoil what, Click this, which, Tony. which happens like that, that he's not the only one that gets stuck in Groundhog. Right. Well, that's that's revealed by the trailer. That's in the trailer. Right? That's 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 in the trailer. I think oh, that's okay. 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 So cool. So we can reveal that. So yeah, sorry. So she gets stuck in Groundhog Day with them and that's how they sort of establish this relationship and Yeah. And uh yeah, and it it's uh it's funny. It's not overly funny. And it should be like Chris. I think ended up giving it a waste of time, um, but I I liked it. I mean, I didn't have any problems with it. I it it, it was just original enough, you know, a, a, a spin on the Groundhog Day, and and um, you know, it, it had some, you know, it had some some points of like, you know, this is kind of it can be kind of miserable, obviously. Um, you know, you can you can feel pain during this Groundhog Day. So if you're gonna go out, you better go out quick because you don't want to get stuck in an emergency room bleeding out kind of thing. So there were there were some interesting little you know takes that I thought the writers did a good job. Um, so yeah, no, I, I had a good time with it. What about you? No way, Tony. Um, yeah, yeah, I had a, I enjoyed it. Um, I I. Watched it with Laney and uh, my buddy Ryan. Hey, you know Ryan, uh, the the bear. He was over. Yeah, uh, so we we watched it. Um, it's rated both... R though. You let Laney watch the whole thing. What's that? It's rated R though. You let her. Did watch you check it. her ID before? Right, right, right. Yeah, I I had a prepper for it, and I'm like, there might be sex. There might be some, you know, bad words in this, and you just don't repeat them. <laughs> don't repeat them. Um. You can tell Tony has no kids. Do as I say, yeah. not as I yeah. do. But but yeah, I thought this was funny. I thought it was clever. I thought um, Andy Samberg uh, is is not. I'm usually not a fan of his work, but he was solid in this. Like I had no problems with 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 the, his character and his his acting. Um, it. It had those make you think moments. You know, it had some a little philosophizing in there. It had it was it was cool uh, the way they approached um, relationships and how and 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 how they develop um, and and trust. You know, and all that all that kind of stuff that goes along with relationships. Um, and my favorite fucking part of the movie is that they brought science into it. 
into the movie, into into the 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 concept of you know the Groundhog Day, the repeating the repeating the same day over and over again. Um, that 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 w- w- was cool, um, and that's where it's like I, I, I don't want to talk about it too much because it's spoilery. Um, but but at the end of it, I was like, that's the thing that I was I was that was cool about it for me. Um, but yeah, it was it, it I, I would. This is a high dollar for me. I'd buy that for a um, dollar. And I could. This could be um, a Slater for me, uh, right up there with Ground, Groundhog Day. Like I could watch oh, them back. I could watch them back to back. Yes, this is wow. this is good. That's a, that's a rare rare Groundhog Day is regarded as you know. Yeah. Like cult classics. So. It's cult classic, right? And, I you know um, we we talk a lot about. Um, Oh, what's his name? Uh, the, the fucking Andy Samberg. Um, I thought that Kristen Milioti, I'm going to butcher her last name, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought she was actually the strength in the show. Um, I thought her performance was very good. There's, there's, she, I, I would say her character has the most arc. Yes. You she know, has, she, she carries the conflict. Like, yeah, this, exactly. Yeah. And I thought she did. She was. Re- I thought her performances were really good. Um, she pulled the character off really convincingly. Um, you know, her interactions with her family, and then him, and her struggles with. Um, you know, it, it it gets a little kind of heavy at the end um, or towards the end. And I thought she pulled it off fairly convincingly. So I, I was really impressed with her performance. More so, I, th- I thought for. I thought for the for the movie. Scene, oh, I, I agree. I think for me it was, was just cast the best. It was um, it, it just generally I I don't like a- Andy Samberg, and so that's why I commented mm. on it. But yeah, you're right. And she she was she was great, and their their and they, their chemistry worked. Like it was yeah, believable. I agreed, agreed. And I, and I thought, I mean, he's kind of playing kind of a similar character to what he does. Kind of this annoying, you know, sort of. I don't know, stoner party boy kind of thing, you know? Um, and so I don't think it's much of a stretch for him to pull off. Um, but yeah, so she, she had the range. Uh, JK Simmons is in it. It's, it's, um, it's borderline cameo kind of thing. Um, but it's an interesting, like also perspective of, of the, the groundhog day. And I thought that was cool. Like to show, I, you know, it's interesting. I think what the movie kind of points out is if you get stuck in Groundhog Day, h- how would you, what your personality type is, is really going to determine how every day goes by. Just like everything in life, right? If you're a depressed, anxious, sort of like, the you know, just sort of nihilist, you're just going to, you're going to want to kill yourself every god. You're going to wake up, find the closest gun, and shoot yourself, right? Just or, or I don't know, just lay in bed because of course, if you shoot yourself, you're just going to wake up. You're just going to lay in bed and watch Netflix all goddamn day long, right? But if you're like a happy, upbeat person and and you recognize your life is pretty good, then you're going to make the best of it, right? You know. And so the movie kind of shows that I think. It it goes it delves a little deeper in the Groundhog Day as opposed to the original Groundhog Day is literally just sort of let let Bill Murray go bananas kind of thing you know on screen and it works and it's it's the OG right um, 
But this one, in a sense, and maybe this is where Tony, you're you're kind of really liking it so much, is is it really kind of delves a little deeper into the idea of what if kind of thing, and yeah, it, to take some more like I don't know, like realistic approach to it. What would you do? Well, you would master something, right? You would just you'd go, all right, I'm just going to spend a fucking year and I'm going to master darts or I'm going to. I'm going to have a master's degree in this or that kind of thing. So that's cool. I get it, you know. And especially if there's no death allowed, like, shit, I'd be getting in a car and going 100 miles an hour as fast as I can and, you know, get on motorcycles and shit and, you know. Um, so, yeah, no, that's cool. What about you, Fonzo? You haven't, you haven't... I feel like you didn't like it, if I had to guess. Well, fuck, man, you don't stop talking. You don't let anybody else talk. So what the hell yeah, what can know. I say? But you know me, I'm not a big fan of Groundhog Day, so um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this one's just this one's just like it. it's Groundhog 2.0. And I I know how you mean to him by Andy Sandberg. I think he's um he's kind of like his live character from Hotel Transylvania. He's just super amplified. He's just always uh, he's really toned down in this piece, you know, so more mellow, um, more comfortable. He's always just rocking his trunks and Hawaiian shirt, so pretty chill. Um, no, me and Amy enjoyed it. We uh, really enjoyed it. About 30 minutes in, 40 minutes, we had to pause it. She's really starting to uh, theorize it too. She said, wait a minute, but what about, what about the, the, we started talking. I'm like, that's always, that's always fun. That's always cool. Yeah. Uh, good time we watch a movie and we start dissecting like that. Um, uh, but no, yeah, I think she was great. I, I, had, I was looking at her, I'm like, man, she looks really familiar. Like, Amy, you ever seen her or anything? She's like, no. So we're looking, looking, I'm like, oh, she was Leo DiCaprio's girlfriend in Wolf of Wall Street. But she just has that big '80s perm that you couldn't you couldn't recognize her, you know. I so, saw that on her IMDb and I didn't recognize. I didn't you know, you're like, well, who? You're like, who is she? Yeah, so she's a right Jordan Belfort. Yeah, so and I thought she was good too. I thought she was really great. Them together is really fun. That little dance sequence they have in the in the bar, um, uh, his 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 conquest is, is fun. Reliving that, going through that story. So there's all these little cool moments. Yeah, then it gets really fun where it's like, oh shit, you're, you're gonna get real sciencey on this. How are you gonna, you're gonna break it down? I'm like, that's cool, cause, um, that'd be different too, cause I'm not, rem- I don't remember in Groundhog Day if they ever kind of explain no. or really get into it, right? Nope. So, this one was fun where she's writing it in the mirror and drawing and describing it. It's like, okay, that's cool. Um, uh, but no, I had a good time with it. It was fun. I guess tell Amy, it's cool. We like to watch a lot of rom-coms together, so this, you know, this was perfect. This fit right in there with a the little twist and, uh, J.K. Simmons, they've worked together with Samberg before in um, uh, The Best Man, I think is it, with Paul Roy, Jason Siegel. Hmm. Um, yeah, so they're, they're always fun together. And he was he was great in it, too. Um, uh, I what was. Yeah, it was just a cool... I was just reading right now, 290V. It says it's like it's most popular. Or um, Palm Springs continues to break records as Hulu's biggest ever original movie. So... That's cool. So it seems like other people are enjoying it. Got seven point five IMDb right now. Yeah, That's a solid score. Yeah. I'm curious, and we, you know, you can click out or you can do whatever the fuck you want. I'm curious what you're talking about the science of it. Did I? Am I already forgetting a part of the movie? Spoilery, I guess. But yeah, uh, like I mean, you specifically yeah. said she studied. Yeah, you fucking said earlier. Yeah. I, so that's what you're talking about, like yeah, it's go into detail. They just no, they don't go into detail, but it's it's explained like like. Uh, all right, so here's why I say I said what I said. I'm trying not to spoil it either. Um, oh, yeah, no, fair enough. And that's why. I'm so you so we just let's give our let's then... give our review and then and then we'll get into spoilers. Yeah. 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 No. Perfect. 
Yeah, I'm buying it. Yeah, just definitely a dollar. I'd buy cool. that for a dollar. And the Harley, you already. Yeah, I, I give it a dollar. So I'd buy that easy, for a yeah, easy, easy one. I'm the only one that's a that's a high dollar, I guess. I'd buy that for a dollar. All right, so real quick. Really? The following may spoil the movie for your poor sensitive ass. You've been warned. Um. So, the compare compared to Groundhog Day, right? And Groundhog Day, he hit, the way to get out is to for him to become a good person, right? Right. That's that's that, and that's. And they even tried that in this one. Right, right, right. But that's what right. I'm saying. Like that one, there's no science in that, and it was just a an emotion thing, a soul thing, a heart thing. Who knows? But it was very um, mystical, right? In this supernatural. one, supernatural, supernatural yeah. type thing, right? In 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 this one, um, in Palm Springs, it was um, she studied quantum mechanics to figure out how to get out, and she used so she used science to get out, not some you know mystical supernatural mumbo jumbo. So that's why I say I like that it they they it, science uh, was the solution, not you know be a good okay. person. See, and I, I'm like, I'm watching a movie, and I'm like, they're just, it's a plot, it's, it's just a plot to move it along, but there's oh, no. Wait, it's like towards the end of the movie. Are you kidding though? me? It's not moving it along; it's ending it. <laughs> I know. It's well, like, no, you're fucking... right. No, but you're. It is to wrap it up. Like, how do we explain this? You know, it's like. Um, well, I mean, they could be like the movie, though. Like, like Groundhog Day didn't explain it, right? You oh, can you can make a movie and not explain it. Sure. So they didn't have to explain it. This is that's just what they did, and it, it gave them a way out. Okay, so now her because she so, really wanted to leave, she he didn't. Right, and so she and the, I, and to be honest, like the the way they set her up was so well done. With yeah. uh, with like every morning she's waking up with the, the husband. It's like fuck. Yeah. Talk about mm-hmm. like suffering for eternity, right? You're, oh, every yeah, day you wake up. Home. With and the, the yeah, first yeah, yeah. thing that you do is reminded of your of of, uh, of your fuck up. Yeah, sure, yeah, fuck up. Right. It's like damn. But anyway, um, yeah, that that's um, what I meant about science. So okay, so since since we're still in spoiler territory, the very ending, it obviously at first you think that they didn't escape it, that they're stuck because uh-huh. they're still chilling in the pool, but then. And correct me if I'm wrong, but that was what's his name, the comedian that had the cameo at the very end, wasn't it? Is that short, short fat comedian? Maybe he's not fat. Maybe he's just short. What? Which one? The 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 family that came back. Uh, yeah. I'm he did. You, he did seem familiar. Was... Yeah, he did seem familiar. Yeah, it's it's. Oh, we're saying the like, house where they, they came back in November. Yeah, yeah November. he's like, this is my. What are you? The fuck are you doing in my? Oh. Cool. It was a credit. It was. A, it was. Did you guys see to the after post credit? I didn't see anything. I even. St- I even watched, or I even waited for it. Was there? Yeah. What? Because I, I noticed the runtime, and I'm like, I'm like, damn, these credits are weird. I'm like, damn, these are like some long ass credits. I'm like, because the little the little timer on the bottom, I'm like, they made it look like there's 20 minutes left. I'm like, fuck, there's a lot. So, uh, it it it, it fades to black and it comes back in, and then you see um. J.K. Simmons dressed in the green, the gray suit with the fedora in the wedding again, and you're like, and uh, he's like, hey, such, he's like, 
you guys want to watch it or want me to just tell you? Well, you can, I don't I don't can, know how to watch can, it. I don't have it in front of me. Right. Okay. You could you could describe it. Okay, yeah. so so you know, so you remember JK Simmons Roy, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he goes up to uh Samber and he says he hey, I got an email from Sarah explaining everything. He's like, Did it work? And he taps Andy Samber on the shoulder and he's like, Huh? Excuse me, have we met? And he's like uh he kinda of smirks at him like, Huh? He's like, You don't like he's like, You don't fucking know who I am. And he's like to the bartender, we're gonna need a lot of alcohol. And he smiles like, "Son of a bitch, this is gonna work." And it made me so happy. I'm like, "Dude, that's awesome!" Like he'll get to see his kids grow up. Like it's gonna work for him too. I thought uh, it was so. It was such a cool, cool like double ending. I don't know. It, it just it was it, like they didn't want them. Kind of like when I was like, "Oh man, what happened to this guy?" Like Tony, we got you. We uh, we took care of this too. Oh, no man. loose ends. Yeah, that would have been cool to actually see. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you can look it up online or something. But you ha- you guys have to watch it. It's so it's really cool. It's especially because I remember because that scene when he's in his house and he's talking to him and he's looking at his kids. And he's like, "Look, my kids watering fucking dog poop." Right, right. <laughs> it's just fucking great. Um, but then when they had that one little shot of his daughter just like sitting in her princess outfit on the rocking horse, and you're like, "Man, you wish you can just you know." Cause we're tripping out on that too. I'm like, "Damn, this, this guy's cooking dinner. But yeah, he's gonna drive from there all the way to the wedding, like from Irvine to Palm Springs. Like, how long does that take?" I'm like, this shit's like dinner time. Like, how long, you know, what time is that wedding at? So it was kind of funny. <laughs> but yeah, so no, that ending is really cool. And um, it, it uh, I don't know, it's had everything. And I, I like how I almost had that little fight club ending with a kissing. She's got the the, the, the ticker and like, <laughs> it's exploding. I, I don't know. I just thought it, it, it worked. It was like, they didn't over, I, I it was just kind of smoothly done where they're discussing their, their, their relationship, right? They're talking. And they'll give you a moments of them, like a montage of them having a good time. And then they'll have a serious moment again talking like, okay, so does this work? What's going on? And you kind of will break it down in a funny method, funny way. And, um, yeah, I just thought it was it was really well done. So I dug it. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's a different take on the on the genre so to speak. I mean, ironically, let's get into the extra credit in a minute. It's, it's almost a similar, it's a similar, you know, sort of Groundhog Day. And, you know, I, I guess you could just Google search like Groundhog Day movies, obviously. Um, and yeah, I mean, all things considering, you know, all the shit that comes out and and this one isn't, it doesn't try to remake it. It, it, you know, it, it kind of winks at the audience a little bit. Like you kind of pointed out a couple of lifetimes. It, it almost, acknowledges groundhog day and uh uh it it's a tough one because like you said how do you wrap it up is it this supernatural thing do you ignore it do you do you get all heady and try to explain that it's you know it's a you know the matrix mm-hmm. um and so for a romantic comedy you know this one i think did a good job of of wrapping it off as wrapping it up as best as you can yeah. so and I do, and I yeah. like that they actually touch on all of that. He he just really quickly goes, you know, he mentions the Matrix, the simulation that we're in. He mentions the multiverse, the mm. like he yeah he 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 touches on all those things. It's just like that's that's really really good touch. Yeah, yeah. He's, like, he's like he's like I've had so many suicides. Yeah. <laughs> now now <laughs> so so Harley said he's only been there a hundred days. Fuck no, man. He's been in there. No, he's been way longer. Years, like I, Dude, I would say had, hundreds of he years. Had the, Dude, that wedding he had that shit memorized, like where yeah he danced, like he moved, he walked, he put a chair down for everybody, like 
he just knew like every move, right? He yeah. practiced his speech probably a bunch of times. Well, right? Jake Gyllenhaal gets that within like three. So, I mean, I don't know that it takes years to remember what? that kind of stuff. I mean, I don't. What? Know. Wait, what? Yeah, you can't. You can't remember to get online at nine o'clock. Oh anymore. shit! <laughs> like in ten years in. <laughs> Like Kraken is talking, you know. All right. <laughs> All right. No, but yeah, I was, we're trying to figure that out too. Like, I, I, he's, I bet he's been here a long time. Yeah, yeah. And it was just so content with life. I'm like, what the fuck is going on in his room where he didn't want to come back, you know? Yeah, because I remember the, the, the... Good. I was going to say, the one thing that uh, we had to stop more questioning when was Amy was said, so, because I was, I was thinking, and it reminded me of Source Code too when I was kind of talking to her about it, was the scene where she's with, they're, they're at the bar, right? And she's like, when they go to the bar, so what about everybody else that's li- that's living there? Are they reliving the same thing too? Right? Are they just no. like programs in that in that they're in that? It's like a multiverse, right? We're in this other other um, a timeline. We're in this timeline, right? Right. Once so you got taken away, so so what we're thinking was like, okay, so there's a real world timeline, right? Like. Is she missing? Right? Do people think she died? Are there missing potions of her? Right? Of, of him, Roy. Like we'll see that. And that was the other thing that was weird too, because Roy was he came from his house. He says like Irvine, right? Keep calling Irvine. So obviously he went from he came from home to the wedding, right? Um, right. Because she was asking, how come he's not waking up somewhere? You know. Um, so it's like wherever the last place you at. So she must have been at home, and then went to the wedding. So you're asking if if. Let's... She was pretty much asking, like, how is everybody else, like, are they living a same loop as well? Like, when she was at the bar, she was just starting to think about those people that were in there. No, I, I think, I, I think in these kind of movies, it's a, it's an, it's a alternate universe for the protagonist. Because every and... time they went in there, they didn't know him, right? But well, I, right. And so that's the thing. See, so... Sometimes the bartender knew their name, or even that the one chick. The older chick he's playing darts with. She's like, "Hey, what's wrong?" Like, she's like, she knew him already. So it's like, "Wait, how do you know him already?" It's no, like, they, they're not. No. They don't, no, they don't remember. Every day that he that he repeats is new to everybody else because they repeat a wedding. <laughs> you know, I mean, every yeah, every yeah. day is a wedding day. So no, of course not. No, none of those people know him other than you know, unless he was there earlier in the day, kind of thing. Right. Yeah, that's the thing. He, they're. I mean, obviously, and this isn't spoiler territory, sort of, so to speak. Well, we are in spoiler. They're drunk the entire movie. Like all they do is drink, and I don't know what kind of beer they drink, but it's like it's like it seemed. It, it, it looked like they cut the can. But I was just right? gonna say yeah. it felt like the the, the damn black yeah, yeah, totally. or some shit like that. Uh-huh. So they're constantly drinking, and and I thought that's not a bad point. Like if you don't get a hangover, like. Yeah. yeah, right. If you just drink yourself to passing out, like Tony on his motorcycle, mm-hmm. circa 2012, <laughs> then yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. But it, so, like, it just it just kind of put a light bulb behind my head. Yeah. Like, well, oh, the, yeah. Are they are they living in the other? So the they, other thought. Hey, do they have a tomorrow? Or are they just they're going to be back in that same loop again? Right. Right. So that's one of the so one of the uh, things that we we were thinking of is um the timelines that they leave. Right. Yeah. They, 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 so they go back into their own to, to, they relive the world, but the world that they left continues. Continues So how many worlds did they fuck up? 
See, that's what I was thinking too. Right? Because, right. Oh, good point. Because if, all because the if world. They came, if they came back, yes. Fucking they... Biff with the almanac. Yes, right? it's well, not. It's so not like. It's not like back, everything right? resets. No, they're spinning off. Um, a new multi multi world every Ripples. single time they reset yeah. right every time they reset there's a new timeline that's being created and when they leave that timeline that world that universe that's continues cost. on without them right and so, now that so, that universe so is that, fucked right so you have the one the one world where the bride lost her teeth right she's got fucking yes teeth. yes you got the other one where it's, yes. it's got the, she's got exactly the, the real teeth right exactly she's, you got the one world where the sister knows right uh-huh uh, you got yeah. There's so. Oh many. yeah, I mean that's the biggest. Like there's there's universes where those two motherfuckers get divorced within two weeks. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> two weeks. Well, and, and what about all the ways that they kill themselves? There's like there's like this uh, a dead body, yeah, it, yeah, and this old man is just driving his truck, going to work. Right, and right. And his body parts splattered all over him. Fucking yeah. airplane. Yeah, the airplane. Yeah, man, it's nuts. People. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, so here's the, here's the other the other trippy thing to think about is um, what if they die at different times and they don't die at the same time, right? So if 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 a person dies, they wake up, right? It seems like it's it's almost they're like it's three there's a three second lag. She said it was like three point two second lag between when they die and they wake up or we're going through the the the, the wormhole or whatever. But still, so you die and then you wake up in in the timeline, right? But the other person hasn't died yet. But the other person in your timeline is awake now. Right? So there's right. The, the person that you're, you know, the, the the girl that he's sharing with, if she doesn't die right away, how is she waking? She, how is she knocking on his door in the timeline that he just woke up in? And how is she remembering everything from the timeline that they left? Mm. Right? Because that's one of the things is that you remember everything that you experience, Right. So that means that when you die and then you wake up in your in the reset timeline, you have all the memories. And so when he wakes up in the reset timeline and she's right there knocking on his door, but what if she hasn't died yet in the other timeline? Right? What if she, what if she hasn't fallen, fallen asleep yet in the other timeline? How are they how are they well, lining I, up? I think the yeah, argument can be made time. that in these alternate, you know, when we have these it's, alternate I mean, yeah, it, it, universes, it's, it's science two, fiction. Two, two universes or two timelines are existing at the same time. Well, we're saying wake up, too, to them. Does that matter? Does that say anything? They don't, they don't trip out on that? Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the voice changed. I think the... the right. It was his girlfriend, the the the, the wacky girl, girlfriend. I think oh, it was her voice okay. all the way up to the, the point yeah. where the other okay. girl, yeah, yeah, where Sarah then took over. Okay. The other the other voice took over. Because yeah, I heard that at one point. Yeah, it was it was her. Okay, yeah. But see what I mean? That's a trip. Like yeah, it's it's, it's it fun like to think about a rom com. You know, like yeah, yeah. It's kind of, like I said, it's not the new. It's not even fucking changing the wheel, but it's it's just the uh, well. Like I how think do, how do we change? How do we spice up the uh, rom com? Like, how do we you know? Well, it was an easy you know mix uh, mix it up with something else. I I think the thing that really broke the mold from from the original Groundhog Day was well, let's give it to multiple people. yeah multiple people. Right. And that really changes it up because For sure. because now what you do matters to this person because they will remember you and they will remember what you did or what you don't do. And so for two people and you kind of want 
to be you you almost want this and, and they, the movie addresses this you know he wants he doesn't want to be alone he doesn't want to just repeat the same or she doesn't want to repeat the same right. thing with strangers essentially over and over to him. for him it's it's very much so strangers um i love that scene where he, he's like yeah i got high on peyote and drove all the way to fucking south america or some shit yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a bad choice. you know what i mean i mean you can essentially you know if you can stay away for a couple of days which humans have been known to do you know if, if, essentially he's he's going to be able to make it more than 24 hours kind of thing but neither here nor there so um so yeah the relationship that they establish could end violently <laughs> i mean and that's really where the movie has a t- it, it you know it, it has to do some of the cliche romantic comedy things them getting to know each other and making jokes and then and that's where i thought the movie actually didn't sort of buy into the oldest cliches of of you know them because they almost become just friends right the situation that they're stuck in is so unique is so bizarre they don't want they're not instantly romantically involved you know she she says what does she say she's let's get it over with right obviously in the back of his mind spoiler spoiler alert he's like yeah i already did this like a thousand times <laughs> but in her mind she thinks well that's what's cool and fresh too like you said because like we're watching we we're watching him being so comfortable and and, re- and living this. But when you get somebody new, it's like, hey, you're the audience. Let me explain everything. Let me mm-hmm. what's going on. So you're listening, and she's got all the questions you got. So it's like, yeah, here, we'll just answer them all here for you. Don't worry. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. he was he was. Let the people curious. watch it. Let them decide. Let them check it out. It's totally yeah. worth it. They'll have fun with it for sure. Yeah, I'd be curious yeah. what our listeners currently streaming are. on Hulu right now. Yeah, if you guys yeah. have seen it, let us know. Yeah, yeah um, sure that's. Uh, and... I'm sure Donaldo will let us know. Absolutely. All right. So, game time. This is Savage Scott, and it's time to play everyone's favorite guessing game. Who the fuck is Reggie? With your contestants, Angie from Fallbrook. My name is Angie. Reed from the NZ. Reed here. Art from Cali. Art from Cali. Donaldo. This is Nalo. And let's welcome our newest contestant, Evan from San Marcos. My name is Evan. And you, if you leave a message with your picks at 442-444-0742. Good luck, everyone. So where are we at? Point-wise, right now, Harley. So, if you remember, last week... Jesus. ...was uh, Bananas. That's mm-hmm. my word of the year. Um, and uh, I think it was Angie... Did we find out Reed cheated last week and we had to erase his point? Yeah, so Reed's got zero. <laughs> uh, no, no, Reed gambled and gambled big. So, he's got 35 points. Which means Hamilton is 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 feeling. I can, I can I can feel it. I can feel it. I can feel it. Angie though, she's right there with thirty three and a half. Art. Uh, well, let me go to to third place. Uh, Evan, no gambling or minimal gambling, is now twenty five and a half. So you know he's only ten points down, less than ten on Angie. Um. So he's got twenty five and a half. Art and D are need to start doubling down with fifteen and fifteen and a half respectively. So 
They oh, need yeah. to start gambling big. We're going to a hundred, so obviously. But like Tony, you pointed out, man, if Reed doubled down again, he could be up to eighty. Yeah, you know, by the end of the night. So, um, going to happen. My fingers are crossed for the Kiwi. Uh, Fonzo is going to try to fix this motherfucker because oh, he doesn't have to watch Hamilton. <laughs> um, but Angie, you know, she's just. She's, um, there was, uh, you know, we were talking before the podcast about motorcycle racing and there was a a racer and his nickname was the diesel, right? And it was because he wasn't the fastest guy on the track, but he never made mistakes, right? Mm -hmm. He was never like, he never had these crazy swings, you know, it's like Angie never has like, I'm going to gamble 33 points and then gets it wrong, right? It's always like, I'm going to gamble five. She's consistent, but she's conservative, right? And and so, but she just never makes mistakes. And when she does make mistakes, it's little mistakes. It's a point here or a point there. It's never yeah. big, right? She's just consistent. She's super consistent. She's by far the most consistent. And I think Reed is probably the most inconsistent. And so, uh, right now he's 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 hitting home runs, right? And uh, he's he's leaving everybody in the wake. So we'll we'll see. I'm curious. I'm curious if they're going to continue to gamble big. Um, this could be a this could be a certified D for a lot of people, and they might just go like, I'm going to go ahead and gamble on that's a certified D. Right. Um, but you know, Tony, me, we, we're we're wild cards. So yeah, no, I'm curious. I'm excited. I'm excited. Here we go. All right. Let's get into it. Talking about that movie you made us look at that by Palm Springs, you know, that hot desert, and, you know, people dying and they wake up and they fall asleep and they wake up in the same day over Yo, man, and over you hit again. that subtitle button, please. Seriously. What just happened? Close captioning, please. He's like a he's like that uh that rooster in the old Warner Brothers cartoons. Boghorn I, I said I said boy 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 he just kind of repeats like I yeah, What's Palm, that? I heard him say Palm Springs. What? I heard him say Palm Springs. Yeah. Foghorn Leghorn. Foghorn Leghorn. Yeah. <laughs> you hear me typing. Yeah, we hear yeah. you typing. <laughs> like, uh, this guy's typing furiously but like yeah. <laughs> I said the answer earlier. <laughs> Foghorn, Leghorn. Talk about that movie you made us look at the uh, Palm Springs. Like Tony slows his ass down so he can catch up. You know. Beep, die, and then they wake up and they fall asleep and they wake up and the same day over and over again. <laughs> it's high, dollar, high, dollar, high, dollar all around, high, dollar. Whoa. High dollar all around. Is that what he said? That's what he said, yeah. That's what he yeah. said. So he's going to give a point for you, a point for me, and a point and a half for Tony. He's going to get the bonus point, and he's going to get an accent. So oh, he's knocking him out the park. Well, I don't think so. Oh. Tony, can you clarify yeah. that or not? He didn't. He didn't gamble in the call. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Not bad, Evan. Not bad. It's huge. 
I mean, that's big. That puts him at 31. Oh, snap, son. So without gambling, he's only two points down, two and a half points down. Shit, dude. Wow. Talk about, yeah, consistency. Just don't make mistakes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, next. Hey, what up, bad boys? Your homeboy, Art, calling with this week's picks of the Groundhog ripoff double feature. Both of these fucking movies are basically ripoffs of Groundhog. First, we'll go with my man Harley's pick. He picked the new movie, Palm Springs. I saw a lot of shit about this movie. It was getting, like, rave reviews. I actually saw it. It's just, it's not a bad movie. It's not a great movie. It's just a movie. I don't, I don't know. It's you know, I think people hyped it up. I didn't, you know, I wasn't disappointed, but it wasn't nothing special. Saying that, I'm going to say the straight up Donaldo for the bad boys, and I'm going to bet all my fucking points. Take it to the bank, baby. Oh, shit. <laughs> Air horn, air horn, Hey, accents. He's like, uh, who needs that. accents? I, I will right fucking here. gamble to the bank. So, okay, so he had 19 and a half. Mm-hmm. And then he gambled 19 and a half. So times two is 23 and a half. So. Puts him right, right in the thick of stuff, just like that. I mean, he's he's obviously still, you know, seven points down on Evan, still over ten points down on Reed, but you know, all it takes is one misstep. So, no, wait a second. I was gonna say, how the fuck did you my, get twenty three points? My math 19? is all my math is all fucked up. What the I was, fuck I was so confused. You say you start off with nineteen, you're like, yo, he's at twenty three no, points. I'm like, it? man, that's nothing. He was at 15 and a half. Then he got four mm-hmm. times two. Why? Oh, because I'm. Mul- Why is it doing that? You motherfucker. That's what I get for fucking with a calculator. Oh, boy. 39 points. You got a new leader. Jesus, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, My apologies, Art. <laughs> yeah, that's that, it's not too exciting now. They fucked it up. I know, I fucked it up. Yeah. <laughs> These numbers get crazy when people start gambling shit. I'm glad someone has the balls to face facts. <laughs> oh man, thirty nine. That's huge, man. That was huge. So calm that's too. The- He's like, "Oh, I got this. Watch this." By the way, I bet it all. That's how we did it last week. All right, we still got three more calls, though. What's going on, bad boys? I apologize for the noise in the back. I got the fans and the AC. Man, he really just started warm. talking for two seconds. And he apologized. Like, what do I hear shit? <laughs> but anyways, what? enough of that. Hey, hey apologize. Hope you guys are having a great weekend. Stay cool and stay safe. On to the picks. Uh, Palm Springs trailer. Uh, um, never heard of it. Look at the preview. Looks okay, but I have a feeling all three guys are going to give it a waste of time. So, yeah, there you go. Sorry. Mm. Oh, it doesn't work that way, Harley. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> the least one, dude. Uh, Here's you the other side. I do it three times, those. Tony. Three times, Tony, for yeah. three of the three. Hey. <laughs> 
here's the here's the upside to Donaldo never gambling, right? Right. He's still at his points where he started. Yeah, exactly. He's at fifteen. Man, that's unbelievable. God, fuck you, fucking Giants, you fucking assholes. Go fuck yourselves. God damn it. Son of a bitch, cock smoking, sons of bitches, fucking dumb fucks. Fuck you, go fuck your mother. That's how they gotta pull it out of you with a fucking pair of tweezers, you fucking cock smoker. It sounds like Morse code. <laughs> damn it. Piss me off. There were bases loaded in the eighth inning, and they couldn't do fucking, they couldn't score. Left the man on second. Exactly. Yeah. Good thing we paid this cat two, $352 million for 12 years just to fucking get out. Great. Awesome. Next caller. Hi. So I was uh, calling in for my pick for the homework for this week for Palm Springs. Uh, I actually took some time and I watched this one uh, yesterday. Oh, and uh, oh. I have to say, very cute movie, but you know what? I have a problem with the way that they decided to, uh, spoiler alert, hopefully not, but I'm going to try and keep this big, uh, the way that she tried to get out of the loop. I mean, for fuck's sake, she and and talked to all these and blah, 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 and that's what she came up with? I don't know. It, it fucking bothered me. Uh, <laughs> anyways, awesome. Uh, She's like, uh-uh, that's not how it works. These guys got it wrong. <laughs> it's about me. It's about you. And your picks, I'm going to say Harley, since he picked it, is going to give it to Zala. Uh, Alfonso is also going to give it to Zala. Um, and then MCP, I don't know if he's going to have the same problem that I did, but uh, um, hopefully he was in a good mood and he wasn't overanalyzing all of this. Uh, so I'm gonna go safe and I think that's gonna say a low dollar. Um, and because I'm a fucking crazy idiot, I'm gonna go ahead and bet, uh, 10 points on that. <sighs> I'm getting tired of this fucking calculator shit because. Oh, for fuck's sake. You need an abacus? You want some, you want some beans you can count with? Yeah. Some rice? So she got the accent, she got certified D's. This is the same motherfucker that's saying, oh, yeah, man, I love when these guys bet, man. They got to bet it all, bet it all. When it comes down to county, he's like, man, I hate this shit. Oh. All right, so. You didn't teach math that you were a substitute teacher, Harley. I wasn't a fucking teacher, motherfucker. I was an autistic kid wrangler. Wow, that sounds way better. And that was six months ago, so leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> all right, so she had 33 and a half. She just scored five points. Correct me if I'm wrong. Right, for right. what? What? For what? She got the accent. She got mm-hmm. the $3. Mm-hmm. So she gets the bonus point for the getting all three right. Nice. Make sure you're right. All right. And then, so she, that's 38 and a half. And then she, um, gambled 10. Is that right? That's correct. Yes. All right. So 48 and a half. Damn. Damn. So just it's like that, me. she's fucking yep. 10 points on her. Mm-hmm. Tony, did you make read the last call for on purpose or some shit? No, they, they, I, I don't. I, I this is the way they came in. Bitch, I don't believe you, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, here yeah. we go. 
and and uh, Angie, I didn't have an issue with how they ended it. Um, That's right. But only it, you did. Uh, yeah. You nerd. What happened to the goat? <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, all right. Last one. Continuity. Say it with oh, me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's the word I was trying to say. You guys can help me out. Continuity? Continuity, yeah. Continuity. Okay, we got to read. Go fuck yourself. Continuity. Okay. Uh, right. Palm Springs. Um, I've. I can't believe that's the first thing he fucking said on the call. Yeah. Sorry. It just cracks me out. <laughs> Thinking about it. It's like, Jesus Christ. Getting excited about this. I actually wanted to watch it yesterday. Ran out of time. Um, I believe that this is gonna... It'll be a certified D... But Fonzo's going to give it a high D and mm. Harley's going to give it a high D oh, and Tony's going to do whatever he said last week and not claim to give it a high D but do whatever <laughs> else he said. Wow, I'm calling you out. What's up, Tony? What's up? Wait, what's he calling me out? You know what he's talking about? He's calling you out. I don't know, I don't know what he's talking about. Oh, what did he say? Claim to give it a high D, but do whatever else he said. He's going to do whatever he said last week and not claim to give it a high D, but do whatever else he said. What? So do what I said last week? Apparently, like, you you said a high D first and then then take it back or change your mind? That's the person I'm getting. Uh, What did we watch last week? I don't even remember. It was um Old Guard and Over the Top? Yeah. I have I'm no idea what he's talking about. Yeah. No idea what he's talking about. You're gonna have <laughs> so to clarify. He's not give can I like, give a shit about his point. So he's not saying Tony gave it a high dollar? Right. He's saying I okay. that's that's what really matters. Is he saying I I'm, gave it a yeah, high dollar I'm, or not? I'm getting the impression that yeah, he said that he said it last time and I then... And Tony's gonna do whatever he said last week and not claim to give it a high D, but do whatever else he said. Right. Um, what? Do they speak a different language there, Keely? <laughs> yeah. that hey, he can pronounce that one. He can pronounce the C word, so he gets the pass from me. So I'm just giving four points. Did he gamble? I don't think he gambled. Please don't. Source card. Nope. Oh, he didn't gamble. Thirty. That still ties him for with Art at thirty-nine, which still is almost ten points down on Angie. So, and eight points up on Evan. So, and Donaldo doing very consistently with what he was three weeks ago. Yeah. I mean, let's 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 go by the weeks. Donaldo, one, two, six, eight, ten, twelve, thirteen, fifteen, 
15. 15. <laughs> hey, D, um, I'm not a math expert, but you can't you can't win with numbers like that, bro. With as opposed to Angie, three, four, six and a half, eleven and a half, fourteen and a half, seventeen and a half, eighteen and a half, thirty-two and a half, thirty-three and a half, and forty-eight and a half. So, yeah, come on, D, get your shit together. <laughs> That's what you're saying. Bottom line. <laughs> Because last time I checked, the motherfucker who has the most points wins the championship. He's he's like an infant loop. He's just watching Game of Thrones all the time. Playing video games, going to work, coming back. It's because he's getting that booty. He's he's spacing out. He's losing that that edge. You know, that's right. That killer instinct. Right? He used to be this bear with his claws and his fangs. He didn't know what to do with him. Now he's just doing it. Now they're dull. Uh, lip falling off. He could have been a contender. He could have been somebody, you know? Could have been somebody. Right. Now he's just oh. fucking chilling along in a fucking jet ski in Man. Mission Bay. He seems very happy, though, so. He does. So, uh, I feel like if I was there, too, with my lady friend, I'd be happy, too, so. Yeah, More right. power, too. Right. Oh, you might be clowning him. You think he's losing this game? He's winning the game of life. Oh, there you right. go. They're playing Ghost of Shima. He's having a good old time. There you go, kids. So, there you go. Source code. So you got the music? Hit it. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, this... I keep on his toes, huh? extra What's the name of that song, Tony? No idea. Play that again. That's, that was. Nobody. For extra credit. Yeah, I'm sure I did a search for extra credit and looked through a bunch of songs, and that one was the one. That's the one that, that sounded the, one that's the, one that sounded you, the best. Uh, Tony, I that's think it's the one that actually said extra credit cleanly. Uh huh. You like that works? Yep. Because like three hours later, Tony was like, "Okay, I'm done." You're the one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. So I picked Source Code. It was uh, a train movie. Um, yeah, it's been a while since we did that. Like, we, we just saw a train movie. It's been a while since I've seen it. I remember I, I, I liked it before. I wanted to revisit it, see if I, you know, how to feel about it a uh, second time through. Because, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I've only seen it as a, as an assignment. Um, a soldier wakes up in someone else's body and discovers he's part of an experimental government program to find the bomber of a commuter train within eight minutes. Spoiler uh, alert. Yeah. What can we synopsis? No, I know, like, and that's what I was, I was trying to... That's weird, though, you're right. I was trying to explain the movie to Chris, because I had seen it once before, and I, to be honest with you, I remember liking it, but I couldn't remember... Exactly yeah. what was going on. Actually, and it. so, um, so when I read the synopsis, I was like, "Oh, that's right." And then, but I was like, "But that feels spoiler." I want to tell Chris that, like, so. Um, I mean, she didn't fucking watch the movie, anyways. Oh, she, didn't say, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, she doesn't watch movies. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so Tony did hold up. What's up? Yeah. 
Um, yeah, it still held up. It's it, it's it's the, like it's the groundhog thing. I was like, this is kind of cool. <laughs> like the, the it's like fitting the theme. Um, but uh, they brought in the 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 computer, you know, source code, coding side of it. Um, the it was it was kind of cool to see right, because Lainey hadn't seen it. Um, and I allowed her to watch it. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, so she I was. Love how de- Tony rolls with this guy, Harley. Get her her fucking her. Fucking She's thirty fucking years old. How old is Lainey? Twenty nine. Oh, she isn't thirty yet. Okay, we're gonna keep this joke going. So keep it going. <laughs> Good job rolling with the punch. She ain't thirty yet. Right, she's thirty. She ain't got no kids. Because guess what? Because when she has thirty, we're like, man, she's old. She's old as fuck, yep. dude. Oh, that's so funny. The day she turns 30, we're going to start making fun of her. Like, fucking <laughs> yeah, Tony man, hit the grandma. Old. Like, did uh, you break a hip? Like, all the fucking jokes. Oh, yeah. She, yeah, she, she like being, she like the the young one. She like, hey, oh, the old one. Oh, man. That's, that's beautiful. Hilarious. I can't wait. Is that pussy worn out? Oh! Oh, oh shit. <laughs> wow. Uh, Goddamn cracking. But, uh, yeah, so, so, this was this was still um, fun. It's got it's got a action side of it, you know, because it's this a train's blowing up every eight minutes. Um, so that's kind of like you know they they have the, it's an excuse to have action, and so that's kind of cool. Is that a spoiler? <laughs> like how much of this? What is it? What what's the spoiler? If it happens within the first eight minutes of the movie, it's not a spoiler. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Jake Jake's he, he, like he's easy to watch. Um, he, he, he carries yeah, that's Harley. Yeah. Um, one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> um, I think I may have enjoyed, um, like explaining things to Lainey more than just like the movie itself. Because now that we're talking about it, I'm like trying to remember it. I'm like, I, I don't remember how long is the movie supposed to be? 90 it's a 90 minute movie that's short it's a quick it's, it's short because like i couldn't tell you more than like five minutes of what happened like i'm like what the fuck but i guess that's that's the thing of uh re- repeat you know in a time loop when you're kind of they're repeating eight minutes that's kind of what it feels like i only have eight minutes of memory and they're all squashed together like he keeps repeating the 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 the, the those same eight minutes and and it feels like my memory of the, of the movie is that's that's all it is um uh, probably don't want to reveal where he's from. That seems a little spoilery. Like who he is in right, relation, right. Um, you know, to the train, or because it, it does say a soldier wakes up in someone else's body. It doesn't say anything else as like who the soldier mm-hmm. is and whatnot. Um, so the, I don't know. I feel like I, I, I almost. I mean, the movie's old enough. It's 2011. It's got a 7.5 on IMDb. I think our rule is 7.5. Oh, shit. That's right. We had a rule that if it was older than, what, like six years? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think 10 years and less than a 7.0. So it's like right there. It's right and, there. And so, you know. Yeah, so we can spoil the shit out of it then. This yeah. is just too hard not to, man. I mean, yeah. it's like, it would be difficult to review. And and so, um, I, yeah. I mean, I think I think you can talk about the movie and spoil it and not spoil the, the very ending kind of spoil, which could make or break it for some people. Um, 
So so it felt like a video game, um, you know, d- trying to the solve. You, you have a you have this mission. You're trying to solve it and you find find all the clues. Um, but the movie, like dr- the dramatic side of it comes from the soldier that um, you find out that he's di- he, he, he doesn't know what the fuck's going on because he just died. <laughs> like they had, they took his body, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. and and plugged it into the machine, and it's like, all right, throw him into this game, and he's just like, what the fuck, what's going on? Um, right. So th- that's that's what added that that kind of the the, the twist to the the time loop thing, um, yeah, because it's not like it's not his body, and he's he was dead, you know, so he's he's all out of sorts. Um, so yeah, I, I enjoyed and that. Then, and then Michelle Monaghan, Monaghan, Monaghan. Monahan, I think is Monahan. how I pronounce it. Sure. But like uh, Montenuity. 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 <laughs> I think it's pronounced Monahan. Sure. I'll go with that. Because she's talking to him straight up like, hey, what's up? Why are you acting so weird? Why are you talking? And he's like, huh? Who are you? Right. It's just like, yeah. So it's like, okay. Some, you know. Um, yeah, he couldn't warp either, man. He had, to, he had to pass that level. He could not. There's no green pipes he could f- fall into and, and, and skip. He had to. Which is kind of fun though, because you're like you're there with him too, right? Trying to figure everything out. Right, right. I like to find those movies fun where you're trying to figure out things with with the character as well. Well, and it manages. I, I think one of the interesting things, and, and I would give credit to Jones and the performances of Gyllenhaal and Monaghan. You know, that's basically you know from a acting standpoint. Uh, Gyllenhaal and Monaghan are on the screen 90% of the time. You get quite a bit from Vera Farmiga, and she's yeah. very good in it, um, especially towards the end me. when she sort of has to make her own moral, you know, answer her own moral questions. And But I think the strength, I watch this with Mazzy, right? This 12-year-old kid, right? And she's a smart kid, but she's not fucking Albert Einstein, you know? <laughs> and so... <laughs> We're watching the movie. You're so disappointed, huh, Harley? It's got to be tough for her to follow. But she's, like, getting choked up at the end, right? Why? Because they have done such a good job of developing the relationship between these two characters. Little what's written on the screen when... when and it, So much of it is just performance, right? Gyllenhaal's like, you're a decent person. Like, once he realizes, okay... She thinks I'm a coworker. Um, you know, she, he just goes, "You're just a really nice person," and he's just brutally honest with her, right? That that arc, that relationship, it's almost a romantic drama at that point, right? This movie that is a fucking batshit crazy sci-fi Groundhog Day plane blow, train blow up, but they do such a good job of emotionally investing in these characters. When at the end he's on the phone with his fucking dad, you're choked up. At least I am. I mean, I'm not choked up. I mean, you know, but, but I, I, it's, it's, wait, 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 what'd you say? He was what? When he's on the phone with his dad. Oh, that's what, okay. That was throwing me off. Cause I, when he said the other name, it was almost like a like I, I was getting vibes from the guest where he was talking about I knew your son, you know, not realizing. No, no, that. he was talking about himself. It was yeah, I know that's what tripped yeah. me out. I'm like, yeah. I was like, yeah. Well, because that was that was at the very beginning of the movie. Was he was like, 
somebody needs to let, let me talk to my dad. Let me, you know, talk mm-hmm. stateside, obviously, et cetera, right. et cetera, et cetera. So, um, you know, it was, it was done so well because everything that happens at the beginning of the movie, every line, every sort of gets tied up, gets wrapped up, right? There's no loose ends. There's nothing. And this is the kind of movie where there's always loose ends. There's always shit that, wait a second, he said this at the beginning of the movie. That doesn't make any sense. Any kind of time travel, alternate universe movie, it's really hard for you to sort of finish it up and it not be, not have some plot holes, right? Um, And so I, 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 I give the movie so much kudos for... For wrapping up this science fiction, government, military, science project, right? Where, you know, he's like, is this even legal? And Jeffrey Wright's character is like, oh, trust me, it's fucking legal, right? I mean, he he just lays it out. He's like, yeah, don't worry about it. And at the end, they're like, yeah, put it back in. Like, this guy's going to be tortured for for eternity, right? His... This is and and we've seen this concept. Well, to him, he said he felt like the program the best, right? In his own words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, we've seen this idea of you know, um, Tony. You just reviewed the second season of um, what's that television show? The first season that you really liked that I didn't care for, but I really liked the concept when your conscious is loaded in the stacks. Oh, um, altered carbon. Altered Carbon, right? Uh, we saw Johnny Depp do Transcendence. That Transcendence, was kind of like yeah. this real quick, straightforward, like, the idea. And I and I genuinely think this is more science fact than fiction, right? Give it a couple decades, and I think it's going to be plausible that your conscience can sort of live on forever in sort of some sort of program and why can't that be uploaded to another being right we can you know once we kind of map how the brain works and how it controls and you know various nerves and shit like that you you can do that and that's what this movie is and this movie is almost 10 years old and that this is what this movie is talking about is is saying we're going to basically take his conscience consciousness and we are going to, you know, kind of harness it into a computer, into a program. Except for in this one, it's not voluntary, right? And that's what makes this movie so interesting. Is it's it's essentially this sort of like um, purgatory, right? And, and the movie has a quick, like, little ninety-second clip where it shows he goes through it time and time again and doesn't get anywhere. And he's exhausted. He's tired. He's fatigued. And they kind of have to prod him along. They have to motivate him. Like, come on, we you got to do this. You got to do this. But it it is this like sort of never ending loop. And he's he is invested in these characters or these people that he's on. And then and then they die. And he witnesses them die. That's got to be fucking terror. You die in an explosion. There's a second of pain and suffering and miserableness, right? We don't, we don't think about it because our perspective is such, but a second is a long time in reality, right? You ride a motorcycle in a second, you could, a guy pulls out in front of you or you, you know, you're playing a video game and you respond in a millisecond. 
I mean, our brains think in milliseconds, not in seconds. So if you were dying in an explosion, it would probably take half a second or whatever, right? How do you die in the explosion? Is it the shockwave? Is it the flames? Is you know? But you're going to experience some fucking pain. And he experiences that over and over and over again. And I thought the movie does a really good job of subtly pointing out that torture that he's going through. And, and so he's really motivated to, to break the source code, right? He's really motivated to save, to do rewrite history, so to speak. And, um, give it a second chance. So yeah. Yeah. And it just, everything just worked. It's not, it's not a big Christopher Nolan epic two hours and 45 minutes where we're going to, you know, travel to every continent of the planet, et cetera, et cetera. Right. It's not a bond movie. It's an hour and 30 minutes. It's a personal relationship with this. What would you do if you were in this crazy situation that by the end of the movie doesn't seem that far fetched and what the characters do don't seem that far fetched. And it, I think for me, it, it reminds me of humanity. And um, I only saw it once before, I think, like Tony. And so when you picked it, I was excited to watch it again. Um, I was reminded why I liked it the first time. And um, yeah, no, I, I would actually give it a Slater just because I think it is for what it's trying to do. It does it perfectly. There's really no. I, I don't really have any faults, any problems. I don't. I don't have. Eh, I don't like there this. is a problem with like the movie, that. though. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, and I'm sure you could. You know, you could probably yeah. find holes. And, and, it, and it's a problem where I'm like, eh, whatever. I'll just pretend like they didn't. Like, like that's not what is actually. So, so um, the 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 source code is this machine that they developed that takes the last eight minutes of somebody's you know memory. Collect the 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 residual. What do they, they say? The, the memories of the passengers that died right before yeah. their death, they can only get eight minutes of their memories. And so they they created a simulation of the train um, with everybody's um, residual memories, right? So they just built this simulation. So source code is just a sim. That's, that's, that's all source code did. It's a matrix. It's, it's a matrix, right. But then the ending of the movie, they try to make it seem like it's an alternate reality thing. Good point. That can continue on. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's, stop. <laughs> like, that's not the, 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 what you established for the rest of the movie was, it was cool. Just, just that concept alone, I think it's cool. Like, source coded being a, being just a sim and then you got this dead guy and he's got, and he's dealing with, you know, being reconnected, blah, blah, blah. Like, that, that's a cool movie. And then in the end, they try to, you know, you know the spinning top type thing. You know it's like uh, he sends us. He sends a message out, and uh, and she receives it. You know, so it's like how you know how is that possible? Oh, it must be. I was like, ah, stop. That's the part where I'm like, I have a I have a problem with it. Because mm. um, I, 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 it doesn't doesn't match up. It doesn't really make sense. Like oh, it, the source code. So they 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 programmed a simulator and all of a sudden that turned into a multiverse wormhole portal machine like with, without them intending to do that i'm like yeah, yeah no it's a good point i mean I, I i guess ultimately the you know programmers we'll call them could hit escape right and could end 
their universe. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good point. You're absolutely valid. And I think, I think the movie, it wanted to have this like Hollywood happy ending because so much of the script is about the relationship that these two develop, this sort of romance that starts right away. And, and, you know, and I think for a a lot of general audience that aren't going to, you know, sort of analyze it like, like MCP with his, with his metrics, so to speak, you know, they're not, and even myself, like yeah. I'm just enjoying this sort of romance developed between these two characters. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't overanalyze it. And I, at the end, I'm just like, yeah, that's great, man. You did it. <laughs> you know, I'm like a little kid, like a teenager all over again. So yeah. Tony's like, it would be a computer program and I would just hit end. I just turned the power button off on these bitches, you know, um, <laughs> get off my fucking program. So no, I get it. You're not wrong. I mean, it makes absolute sense. Yeah. It's, and, it's a, it is a program, but then they, it, they kind of change it into it's like, it is, it's this alternate universe and they look in the mirror and it's still the teacher. Um, but right. he has sort of changed this, you know, again, you can go back to, I love the, the Biff and the Almanac, you know, this is the alternate, the alternate yeah. universe, but ultimately, no, it should just be a program, right? Yeah. It's just sort of this sort of, um, simulation. Yeah. Um, and maybe it still is. And there, it's just a, you know, it's like a, a, a video game that you continue to play and, well, they're creating their own story and eventually right. so the way like, the way i rationalized it just to you know just to have be able to let it go and just say oh it's probably it maybe it's this and then blah 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 so you know when um it's still he still has a fleshy brain that's connected to the machine right right so he could still have his own uh his his dying memory like his dying vision you know hallucination if you will could be the, what we saw on screen that he you know had this extra life that he went on to live in this alternate reality which was really just him his dying brain shutting down and having this last little vision um that's how i explained that part uh and then what was the other part oh her receiving the text message like how how it, it, how did how is she going to receive receive a text message Right from the guy that's inside the the source code machine. Even mm. if you try to say it's alternate realities, how are you going to receive a text message from a different reality? Like neither of those really make sense. So it's like the only thing that that um, you can explain it away is the programmers programmed the, the ability to text out of the source code machine, out of the simulation, and like mm. send a, send a message out or whatever. But um, like I I like I, I like the movie without that be, without that ending I think it's cool and that and he just kind of eh just shakes it up a little bit just muddle, muddies the water a little bit for me uh, but it still gets a dollar I'd buy that for a dollar and Harley you still give it a Slater I'm gonna give it a Slater I love this movie I mean it, it's one of those movies that just solidified my man crush on Jake and ah that explains it there it is and uh there so, it is. Yeah. no for me it works it's and I can rewatch it and it's not the kind of movie you would rewatch but I would be like I would sit down and watch this with somebody that never saw it before and just have a fucking blast with it so yeah I feel like you pick up a lot of new stuff every time you watch it you know yeah yeah what about you Fonzo yeah this is Duncan Jones um uh I think we're all big huge fans of this, this first movie Moon 
Yeah. Sam Rockwell. Yeah. And I believe he was really well too. So, um, so I don't know if this was his second outing, but if it was, um, you know, keep it in that. It's, it's not, it's not science fiction. That's interesting, but you brought up a good point Tony, about how you said how he's in a program. Cause my thing was like, um, him taking over Sean's body, the history teacher, right. You know, like what happened to him? So I'm thinking if they're all going to die anyways, like it doesn't matter. He just kind of takes over his anyways. Right, like, like right, you know, right. Guys... If it's an alternate reality, he just took over the guy's life. Yeah, <laughs> that poor guy. Right? But like, but it's, so I was thinking, I'm like, wait, so he's gonna take this poor bastard's life, like, yeah. that, just like that, you know? But I'm thinking, if he was gonna die anyways, you know, but not but in that they, alternate reality. They... Yeah, that's why. That's why right. the alternate reality thing doesn't work. Like, it's like, yeah. no, not cool. He just he just because stole someone's life. Jake's... Yeah, so Jake has a second life. Yeah, but that guy doesn't. Uh huh. <laughs> it's like like it's a race. It's just kind of it's. Kind of shitty, right? Yep, <laughs> exactly. Um, so that was the only one thing that, that I, I, I listened to. All you guys just, you know, it was cool too. Um, but it, it, but again, it's one of those ones. It's fun to dissect and watch the the guy, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. thing, and you're trying to figure it out. Um, one thing that was just kind of jarring was um, I usually love Jeffrey Wright, especially in um, Shaft. It's a guilty pleasure of mine. He plays Peoples. He's so good in that. But this one, he was just fucking overacting for some reason. Like, his line delivery was just over the top. It was too much. It was like, I'm like, what? it was just odd. Like, why are you saying those words like that? It was everyone's like, just kind of normal. He's just like, over. I don't know. It was just kind of weird. But then it like, he wasn't on there too much, but it was just kind of funny. But um, every time I got Vera and, um, and Jake talking, it was really cool. The little relationship they had going. Especially since like, He's on this side, and you just pretty much see your face on screen, and then they, they kind of switch over back and forth. And like you said, Harley, you have that moment at the end. But not Harley. So my mind's being blown twice now from what just Tony just said about the email. Because when, um, when that happened at the end, I, I just kind of like, I was like, my jaw dropped. I was like, I go, what? When I watched, I'm like, wait a minute. Right? Huh? Yeah, I was like blown away. And, and, it, and it, it was a good one, too, because I was like, that was awesome. You know, because the whole time I'm into it, I meant when he, when he fucking finds Derek and he, Interrogating him, you know, when he drops the wall the second time, and I'm like, and I'm like, and he's just in his face. I mean, he's in his face with everybody, right? He thinks everybody's still. It's kind of funny, right? He's just pissing off everybody, thinking, like, oh, I found it, I found it. I'm like, it's it's not that easy, but I mean, I guess he does have eight minutes, so he's kind of doing a speed run, right? Right, Tony, you can't you can't collect all the coins, you got right, right, right. <laughs> um, but I thought it was neat, like that, you know, in a train too, it's perfect. There's so many um, cast characters, so many different people, um, and it's like. It's it's repetitive too, right? You've played a game so much. Like if you picked up an NES controller and played Mario, you know exactly where to go, how fast to run, how fast to jump, right? It's mechanics, right? Mm-hmm. It's just the same with Andy Samberg in that wedding. He knew when to put the chair down when that old dude was about to sit down. He knew when to shake. He knew when to cut between these two because that he knew exactly what was going to happen. Yep. Repetition. So it's going to happen. So with him, it was the same thing. Um, but just, yeah, just very cool, very unique, different um, – Movie, so you don't think there's multiverses in this one, Tony? Not in this. No, not in this one. Not in Source. Well, no, it, the movie. The movie. He points it out. The movie sets it up as not a multiverse, but as a simulation, as a matrix. Yeah. Yeah. I think they tried to shoehorn in the multiverse hint. Yeah. At the end, and it didn't. It didn't really work. Like it. If you don't really pay attention and you just kind of like, you know, popcorn flick it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whoa. That's kind of cool. Uh, multiverse. Whoa. You know, but it doesn't really work. Unlike, unlike Palm Springs. And I, I uh, well, 
like the like what, what Angie brought up about Palm Springs and how it ended and blah blah blah. I I didn't talk about it only because it's spoiler territory to the max. Um, yeah. That one tied it off well, whereas this one it didn't work. The whole multiverse thing didn't work. So yeah, this one it, is not multiverse. This is one universe. Well, unless you call the simulation a universe, right? Right. So like the well, Sims. That's a good point. And that's where I'm saying like you know we play games and. You know, the, the, these gigantic open world games, you can, you know, essentially, you know, it's, it's create your own adventure. Yep. So you, you I, call I that. think this, you could argue, is create their own adventure until, you know, they realize. And, you know, it's coming, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean um, Jeffrey Wright's character is like, he won't turn that shit off real quick. He's pissed, right? I mean, they... Mm-hmm. You know, Vera Formiga's character has has chosen the sort of arguably morally high ground to unplug him, and so now it's like now it, it it's the anti-government conspiracy movie kind right. of thing. Well, and um, it, it, it tries to do a lot for sure. Yeah, well, and it brings up the the whole suffering is still real. Like you still feel yeah. pain and you still suffer. Like he still got tired. You know, he's he's not a machine. He's he's yeah. a human still, even though he's half a human because he's lost half his body. Um, spoiler alert! <laughs> right? Shit. Uh, yeah, no, but we were spoiler. Uh, it, it the suffering is real, and so that's where you know the Jeffrey Wright was was being cruel to a human. Yeah. You know, and he he was he wasn't treating him like a human. Whereas Absolutely. Vera, then that's where Vera's you know morality moral choice comes into play. Well, and it also obviously the movie hints that she's had to interact with with care with these with Jake's character a lot. You know, she's it, for us it's the beginning of the movie, but for them you you get the feeling they've been doing this ring around the rosy quite a bit. Again, it's right. the Groundhog Day thing. We don't know how many times, but you know, Jake is essentially sort of. Um, rejecting the simulation in a sense he's you know maybe it's early on maybe it's the first couple times where he's you know essentially not you know remembering or whatever the first you know the first time he wakes up the audience gets the feeling it's his first time waking up and then when Vera starts talking she it almost is implied that it's not his first time right she's immediately like where's the bomb you know, who's got the bomb, which means she's already sort of, you know, asked him these questions. And so, um, did you notice that, um, his, his capsule kept changing throughout the movie? Oh yeah. Yeah, Yeah, no, absolutely. No, it was huge. At first, uh, the hydraulic fluid is all over the place and it's freezing and Uh, it gets bigger. Yeah. Cause that's all just a, that's like a, the, the, the start screen for the, for the game. You know, he's just in this virtual lobby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just hanging yeah. out. Yeah. Do you want to continue? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, as he, as his emotional ability to, to keep going declines, so does his physical health. And that's what they keep talking about in the movie is, is, you know, they're kind of constantly checking his sort of vitals kind of thing. Right. And I think it, I think the movie, you know, maybe on screenplay or, you know, in the original writing, it kind of addresses this, like he has to, he has to want to be there. You know, if he just sort of gives up that his body will sort of die and, and, 
you know, I, I think that's poignant. I think humans have that. We old, we're old and we're dying and, and some of us don't want to die right away. We're on our deathbed. And, you know, I, I, I saw that with my father where he just did not want to die. And then fast forward three years later, I'm there when my grandma passes and she was totally at peace with it. You could see she was just like first thing out of her mouth when I saw her was she was like, it's time kind of thing. It's like some people are okay with it. They're mm -hmm. ready for it. You know, and so the movie sort of addresses that where he's, you know, eventually he's going to give up and he's just not going to want to keep trying. And and that's why they're hesitant to admit to him that he's dead because they don't want him to find out because then what's his motivation? So luckily for them, it's fucking Jake Gyllenhaal and he's fucking motivated to save the world as he does <laughs> Michelle Monahan's character. So, yeah, it's tough. I'm like, it's interesting. It, watching listening to Tony tear apart the, the, the screenplay, so to speak, like the, the plot holes. I'm like, I'm almost, I almost want to take my slave. Someone in the calls is kicking themselves like, no, <laughs> yeah, one person. No, I stand by my slave. This movie's a blast. I right, love good. this movie. Fonzo, did you give it a, a rating? I'll give it a dollar. Yeah. Give it a dollar. Cool. I'd buy that for a dollar. All right. So let's get back into it. Uh, start with... And you just gave it a dollar, too. Solid dollar. Right? Yeah, I gave it a dollar. Okay. Can you explain anything. why they thought the guy was in the train that he flew? Why they thought the guy was on the train? Yeah. Um. What are you talking about? Because I'm reading this, this guy's review and he's saying, like, why do both Steven and his commanders think the person detonating the bomb is on the train when it blows up? Uh, they point out because the bomb goes off when the two trains pass each other. That's so what he was. has to be seeing it. But you could argue he sees it, f f you know, exterior wise up on a hill or something. But they make the argument that he has to be the one that planted the bomb. So. I think that's kind of the explanation, right? Because this guy, yeah, he's just like, he's just going. Steven spends almost all his time looking for the corporal on the train, primarily during the longer period after the last stop is made before the explosion hits, which makes absolutely no sense. Obviously, the person responsible can't have blown himself up if there's if they're so sure he's about to strike again later in the day. Did I lose you guys? No, no, no. no, no. We're here. Oh, just no, I was just okay. thinking. Yeah. yeah. So if he had even basic deductive reasoning skills, Stevens would have always gotten off the train when it stopped and suspected only the people who got off with him. And on a bigger level, no solid reason is ever given for why his commanders are all so incredibly sure the suspect was even on the train anywhere close to that eight-minute window he keeps visiting to begin with. I'm thinking, I don't think they always put him in there for that same reason. So in short, not only does this movie make no sense, it doesn't even seem like it's trying to make sense. It just feels like the filmmakers are giving you the finger, eat you, you more. What? What is he talking about? You understand what he's talking about? No, um, not just reading, not listening to you read off the review. No. Yeah, I, I think that they're they're saying that they're if you use more more logic, more common sense, or more deductive reasoning, you could have figured out 
certain things sooner, but um, I mean, it's a movie. <laughs> like these guys aren't perfect, you know. But it's not supposed to be a movie about the the, the world's best detective who you know gets everything perfect. Like, like no, this, this yeah, is just some I mean, soldier. Ultimately, the movie has to entertain, right? Right, but at the same time, like this is to... a soldier that just happened to be compatible and is dead. <laughs> you know, he, who 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 says that that soldier was really good at deductive reasoning in his life? Right. You know, and the the other guy was just a, he's just a coder. He he just writes code. What does what does that mean? He can solve mysteries, you know, like right. so. It, I think that, that that gives it a pass on those that level of critique. All right, are we ready for uh, some? Yeah, some this is gonna be another one. There we go. Gonna get my Slater. There's gonna be a lot of <laughs> certified D's. Uh huh. Yeah. For the extra credit, you made us watch a source of code. I uh, <laughs> did not uh, have it available to me. Uh, but anyway, I think uh, you will give this a higher dollar. A bit of a use of her lace. I missed the last <laughs> sentence there. He said bad boys for life. Oh, oh that's, that that's what it was? Wow. Play that again? Oh, be good to hear. Jesus. For the a bed of bees up her lace. What? Wow. He's doing an accent bad. that Reed was talking about him with the message. Oh, baby. You Yoda made a Fletcher source of good. I, I uh, did not have it available to me. Uh, but anyway, I think you give this a higher dollar. <laughs> a bed of bees up her lace. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, slowing it down, I think does help. Yeah, totally. that one, that one helped. Wow, that's funny. So, uh, certified D, which he did not get. Excuse me, uh, but he said high dollar. But you guys gave it certified dollars, so he's only going to score three points on this on this game on this uh, this one. So. He was at 31, so he's at 34, which, again, is not bad. He's only five points down on Reed, five on Art, and uh, a little over 10 on Angie. So, yeah, still anybody's game if he wants to gamble. Next. To the bank. To pay all my points, Donaldo for a dollar for Harley, a dollar for straight up Donaldo for the bad boys and I'm going to bet all my fucking points. Take it to the bank, baby. Take it to the bank. So bet all my points Donaldo for a dollar for Harley, I think still talking about the a last dollar one. for my man Fonzo, and another guy MCP. <sighs> Extra credit with yeah, the precursors of the day, the edge of tomorrow. Uh, this movie Source Code, man, I remember this was from back in the day. It was fucking cool. I had to relook it up and uh, I forgot some of the aspects of it. But this movie was pretty fucking cool. Saying that, I don't know if one of you crazy motherfuckers is going to get it later. So we're not, I'm prefacing this by saying I will not bet any points. <laughs> Fuck it, I'm going to bet some points. Oh, shit. I'm going to bet okay. five points. Off the top, baby. I'm going to say my man Harley, he liked it. He gave it a high dollar. I'm going to say fucking Fonzo. I know Fonzo liked it. I'm going to say he gave it a dollar. I think MCP, I think MCP has a, he picked it, so he, it's potential to give it a slayer. So I'm going to say he gave it a high dollar. 
And that's another Donaldo, and that's for another bet of five points. Uh, other than that, I hope you guys are having a great time. Uh, the Chaos Twins, Alfonso's Chaos Twins, hope they had a great birthday. Take care. Bad boys for life. Cool. Thank you. I appreciate All right. that. So he only scored two points. Yeah. So 41 minus five. That's a tough one. Mm. So that brings him down to 36. Still good. Still, pretty, still a good high number. So. No, absolutely. It's way yeah, better than when we started. <laughs> that's two points over Evan. Uh, only two points... Uh, three points down on Reed, you know, only uh, eleven points down on Angie. So no, absolutely, still, still a lot going on. All right, ready? Definitely. Code, action thriller. I'm gonna go the opposite here. Give this a certified D. All three of you guys are gonna give it a dollar. So that's it. Take it easy, guys. Bad boys for life. How are you going to change it up? <laughs> the last well, time he said... He gave it a certified good. waste of time on Palm Springs. Right. Oh, I just always have the same. <laughs> so, all right. D finally scored two points. Wow. Brought it up to 17. All right, next. Okay, y'all. So, for the extra credit... Source code. Uh, I pulled a read and I did a little bit of research on how Holly used to love this movie. Um, but I don't know. If that that stuff came up from years and years ago. Um, I think it was like episode, it, it was less than 100. It was like 82 or something like that. So uh, who knows if this, you know, it's going to change on, on Holly's behalf. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and say... MCP uh, is going to give it a dollar. Holly's going to still give it a high dollar, and Alfonso's going to give it a a dollar as well. Um, again, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm just playing by the fucking seat of my pants because, you know, I'm going after the way that art does shit and just fucking willy-nilly who the fuck is. Um but uh, again, oh, if I have enough points left wow, from wow, the first wow. round, um, I'm going to bet 10 again, okay? Oh, so oh. you have a wonderful show. I enjoy you so very much. Um, and I will be calling next week. Bye. What a sweetheart. It's not like she's brewing uh, lemonade or something in a, in a nice porch outside, right? That accent, that's Definitely, what patient, without a right? doubt. It's yeah. it's a it's a southern. And the kids are all big because she's all vulgar, like you said earlier. So like, no one's around. <laughs> yeah, for sure. She Ooh. is on the phone. <laughs> Pardon me, y'all. I am on the phone. Come on, just keep. So quiet. that was a bit of a of a uh, tight tightens everything up because she did okay. She got three points, mm-hmm. right? So that brought her forty eight and a half up to fifty one and a half. But then she lost 10. So she's down to 41 and a half, which still puts her, you know, five points up on art. We'll see what Reed does. That only puts her two points up on Reed. So that was a big swish. If if Reed is able to stay consistent, um, this this could get very interesting very quickly. Uh, well, this is 
um, source code is Harley gives it a waste of time. Oh shit! Oh, oh shit! Alfonso oh. gives it a dollar, and Tony gives it a waste of time. Oh. There we go. Bad boys for life. Oh, no game. <laughs> Bet it all. I trust these movies. Good job, Reed. Wow. He, he 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 almost he fumbled, but he picked it back up, and he only it was only a loss of two yards. Is that a rugby term? I don't know. No boy loves rugby. Uh, I, correct me if I'm play play the whole clip back I, in in. Can anybody pick out any R's? R, maybe? I don't think Reed would make a good pirate. Because I don't know that he can pronounce R. Continuity. Say it with me, Fonzo. Con. Tin. U. Itty. Continuity. Uh, I can say uh, 20 days of uh, St. Hamilton. <laughs> 21. Where am I at? <laughs> um, I've that. heard people getting excited about this. I actually wanted to watch it yesterday. I ran out of time. Um, I believe that this is going to... It'll be a certified D, but Fonzo's going to give it a high D, and Harley's going to give it a high D, and Tony's going to do whatever he said last week and not claim to give it a high D, but do whatever else he said. Right, that's it. Source code. Sauce code. Sauce. Not source code. Sauce code. What? This is. Source code is. No, he can't do an R. I'm telling you. Reed, I challenge you. You cannot pronounce the letter R. Just pronounce continuity. So, like, I can't. I can't get. I can't say Well, there's no R in continuity. So I know, but I'm saying. I'm saying. I I just realized that you guys left me hanging. It wouldn't fucking help me out, and he couldn't. He couldn't help but put it on the message. Yeah, it's fun to it's fun to hear you struggle sometimes. That's what I figured. That's what I figured. You you watch me drown in a in a lake of six inches of water. (laughs) Of course, I'm gonna watch you struggle. We're the world's greatest podcaster, so I figure you you, you exactly exactly. I spoke Spanish first, remember, Harley. Yeah, there you go. That's a waste of time. Fonzo gives it a dollar. And Tony gives it a waste of time. There we go. Bad boys for life. Yeah, see? Bad boys fall, like? Yeah, that was the just, how you speak, slang, no? You just can't... No, I think it's, I think it's his accent doesn't pronounce ours. Uh, German. German accents doesn't pronounce ours. I'm sure there's lots of them. But I think I just had the epiphany that the New Zealand accent doesn't have an R in it either. So like, they're like Boston, huh? Yeah. Probably, yeah. Yeah. That's wicked awesome. That's it. 
win, but he, um, I think he's playing it safe, right? But big time, so he got nervous. He's like, well, well, I got this good lead. Let me just, you know. But now that Angie took a lead, now he's going to be a little nervous, so he might start. I bet he's going to bet again next week. Yeah, I no, I mean, uh, you know, we got 41 and a half out of Angie, uh, 40 out of Reed, 36 from Art, 34 from Evan, 17 for D. This is anybody's game, uh, with the exception of what, Donaldo. <laughs> but yeah, any of these motherfuckers could, uh, you know, I. Score more points. They're not going to win the championship next week. Right. Um, uh, you're probably going to see some doubling down. Uh, I think Art will probably shoot for the fences next week or the following week. Um, Reed might very well. You know, they still don't have enough to win the championship next week. Um, but they're really, really close. So next week might be consistent. Might be. Uh, I'll gamble five. I'll gam- no gambling. Um, be curious what you guys pick for for homework. I think I have extra credit. Um, so, yeah, no, we can see a champion in two weeks. Absolutely, absolutely. And then I'm going to go to a thousand points. <laughs> Play safe. True. Right on, right on. Hey Harley, uh, I. Uh, speaking of accents, I'm going to post a video in the uh, the Facebook chat of uh, uh, a YouTube video on accents. Like it says, uh, the title is "Accent Expert Reviews American Accents in Movies." So it's kind of related to movies, um, but it was a really cool watch. She she like h- handles accents. She flips between accents seamlessly at like just oh, wow. casually, but she also like talks about how the sounds are formed in your mouth and why the why the sounds why the accents sound the way they do based on like the, 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 the how they're creating the sound in their mouth um, and they definitely talk about um, like Australian accents I don't think she touched on any New Zealand accents because there's not that many New Zealand actors <laughs> so she, yeah, she, no kidding so that's fucked up the dude from uh, the uh, the boys right so she has many um like a, 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 a couple different uh videos but gotcha. uh in this one i don't think she touched on it but still it's 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 really fascinating um it was a really cool watch right on cool yeah nice i'll check it out for sure yeah all right what's our what are we watching next week i got the homework yeah all right, so I'm gonna change this shit up, man, because this is getting too easy. People are getting they're 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 getting easy picks. They're not certified D's, and it's just too easy. Oh, we gotta flip the script. We gotta change shit up. You either gotta pick something that's really bad, and some of us might like it and shock everybody, or we're just gonna hate it. But we won't know. We just won't know. And for some reason, I just saw it pop up in one of the premium channels streaming, and it just kind of came and went. 2019, and just this new movie. It was written directed by Elizabeth Banks. It's Charlie's Angels remake. Oh, shit. I don't know why. I don't know why I want to watch it. It's got a 4.79. I was going to say, dude, I think it's a fucking. Well, that's the thing. I want to see if it is. I want to see if it is. Because the best part is, if we actually end up liking it, everyone's like, oh, fuck that. They're going to hate this. But we actually end up liking it. 
might make it hard well, for them to get some picks. I didn't realize that um, Elizabeth Banks directed it. Yeah, and wrote it. Because what's funny was like just a couple of days she ago. she also did direct Pitch Perfect too. Yeah. What's funny was like a couple of days ago, like the Charlie's Angels with Barrymore and, and Cameron Diaz is on, you know? And they're dancing and hamming it up. And it's got that real cheesy like fighting. Like everybody's copying the Matrix choreography where everyone's flying and shit. Oh, you know? that's right. It's really like doesn't hold up. It was really cringy. You know, I'm like, wow. I'm like, so I wonder if they uh, made it, you know, I don't know if I made it more real, but just maybe if they, uh, I don't know. I'm just more, I was, I'm curious to see how they changed I, I'm it. I'm curious right about it too. I re- did you see them on uh, Hot Ones? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and Christmas. they were pretty good. They were like, you know, cool chemistry together. Just, uh-huh. You know, she's, she's very different and she's taking these different roles, you know. Uh-huh. She did that one underwater movie that I still kind of want to see. Um, and then, I mean, they chose her for this one, right? So, I don't know, like, I don't know. It's got four or seven, but again, let's change this shit up, man. Let's fucking, you know, let's go to the bottom barrel Walmart bargain bins. This is fucking, <laughs> you know what I mean? We gotta do, we gotta go different. Do it, yeah. <laughs> so, like I said, if we like it, it's like, hey, fuck you, it was a guilty pleasure. I ended up liking it, you know? That's the beauty of it, I think. That's, that's what'll be fun, you know? So, we'll see. Who knows? Oh, no, we could already be wrong. Like, oh, nope, they were right. They probably shit. So, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that's the homework. Uh, who's got extra credit? Harley. Holly. Yeah, Holly. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, bonus point to any of the uh, you two, which, of course, nobody gives shit. But, uh, bonus point, you can name that movie. And these actors, Denzel, Clive, Jodie Foster, Christopher Plummer, Willem Dafoe, Shawet Elijah for. <laughs> I mean, is that not a fucking all-star cast or what? Seriously. 2006, Spike Lee, Inside Man. How's that uh, extra credit? I've never seen it before. Well, I've seen it once before. A I've seen time it. Ago. Oh, you have two? Yep. Fuck no. I like two homeworks. Fuck. For you. Yeah. I remember seeing this once before. And, um, yeah, I need to go back and rewatch it. I saw it probably like fucking damn near 10 years ago. 2006, so it's, you know, this is not a brand new movie. Yeah. All right, right on, cool. 7.6 on IMDb. Spike Lee joint, right? Can't be that bad. Two hours and nine minutes. Ah, damn, Harley, you sure know how to fucking pick them. Um, <laughs> you guys want to spice things up a bit? How so? Some hot sauce? What are you talking about? Charlie's Angels? Let's make the betting double. Say what? Like it doubles anything that they bet, it'll they, it, it can get doubled. Then you're saying that, that gives them the ability to win the championship. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. I just I just I, I was looking at uh I was putting putting things in. I was and you know how I put the dollar signs and I put three dollar signs. Right, right. I yeah. ended up putting six dollar signs. I'm like, what is uh, is that a thing? Can can we do what if we did that? But at this point right now, only, let's see, what do we have? It was like, well, I guess it's just the only one that couldn't win, right? <laughs> yeah, 
Right at this rate. I mean, everybody, everybody, uh, potentially the top four right now could win next week. Yeah. With your, with the betting. Okay. How about, um, Donaldo? He, he, if he bets, he gets double points. I like that. Actually, <laughs> I'm all about that. The person yeah, in yeah. dead last. The person place. in dead last. Anytime. The per- yes. Yeah, there you go. And here's you the go. thing. If he doesn't bet, we know he doesn't listen to the episode all the way to the end. Yep. Right. Yep. If he doesn't bet, if he doesn't bet, we're putting him at zero. He might have a chance to win anyway. So, well, then he just he would stop playing. (laughs) We'll just, we just. I think at that point we just disconnect his controller. Just let him think he's playing. (laughs) We remove him from the matrix. (laughs) (laughs) He's just stuck there. Yeah. Yeah. No. D. D. You can. You can triple down. Fucking a, yeah. The rest of y'all bitches. The if you're still listening, you can yeah, you can you can uh, you can triple D it. Yeah, triple D it. (laughs) All right. Well, there we go. Let's see how that works out for him. Then we'll see. But don't nobody tell him and message you. Don't nobody say nothing. Nope, nope. Gotta do it himself. Oh man. So how's your house weekend, man? What y'all do? Uh, I got shit face. Oh shit! Oh. I didn't mean to. I only it wasn't. Uh-oh. It wasn't. I didn't. Famous uh, last words. I didn't mean to. Please explain. Yeah, my, my buddy, we, we had our uh, buddy Ryan over uh, just to hang out. Um, did he, by the way, did he tell you, did, did he have a good time? Did he say anything? Or? Oh, no, he loved it. Yeah, he says what's up. Okay. He, he, yeah, he enjoyed himself. Um, yeah, yeah he, he had a good time. Okay. So, Is he listening, though? Uh, he listened to the last one. He's going to listen to this one. Um, Is he a Patreon member? Uh, probably not. <laughs> go, ahead, go ahead, Harley. Tell him. Tell him. Find a kid. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. Pops, blue ribbon. Yeah. Um, but uh, he brought booze. Uh, he came over. We, like it was just going to be just a quick little hangout. Um, but uh, one thing leads to another with booze because he he can put he can he can put down drinks and yeah. and I'm I'm the idiot who tries to keep up. <laughs> um, but I was like, this time I was like, no, I'm only having half a shot and I'm only having it like every 30 minutes. And, um, I still ended up drinking like 10, like 10 shots worth by the end of the night. Um, uh, and it, it's what? one of the, it, it just kind of like slapped me at the end of the night and punched me into bed. Apparently I was, I was walking up the stairs going, am I, am I wasted? Is this wasted? Is this what wasted is? Am I wasted? Because I didn't mean to get wasted. I was like, my goal for this weekend is not to get wasted, and I was just crying about be, if, right. I, if I was wasted or not. But uh, but we had a good time. Um, just listen. Um, uh, we were just listening to music, just just chatting. Oh, we did this one thing that with that. Uh, uh, Lainey got had these old um, like uh, scenes from her drama class. And so she, so she, she directed me and Ryan in these scenes. And so we would, we would act out the scene or just, just read off, just, just read, read the, the script. 
and she would say, okay, you need to act more plastic. Cause we, so we ended up reading a scene that was Barbie and Ken have a, have a baby. Oh, <laughs> and so she's the, she did. So Barbie had just delivered the baby, um, in the, and, and Ken had just come in. Um, and, uh, and it turns out that the baby, um, like Barbie was made in China or something, but the baby was made in Japan. And Ken's like, "Oh, what? It was GI Joe. You were fucking. You know, you 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 got with GI Joe. That fuck that guy. It was, it was it was kind of funny. We were all we were all drunk. It was it was it was, it was pretty funny. I ended up being Barbie, and uh, Ryan was was Ken. And and hey, we got very little direction from Lenny, so I think we did a good job. <laughs> There you go. Did you video this? No, we totally should have videoed it. That would have been hilarious. Funny. Next time, next time we'll, when we go, we, we're we going to go through all her little... Yeah, make sure you don't get wasted and then get wasted and then... <laughs> well, yeah, and bad. then today we you know just watch the movies hungover shit, so... Um, yeah. Very What were the shots? Sorry, did you did you say what it was? Oh, he he made margarita, so he brought margarita, margarita uh, mix and uh, castadores, um, oh, and he brought uh, oh oh get this, so uh, poor Ryan, he 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 bought uh, salt, you know, the margarita salt, so he could to, to rim it, and we yeah. open it up and it's red. We're like, what? Is this, did you get the spicy kind? And we took, right. we took a look at the side of the, the, or we look at the lid. It's it's the salt for a michelada, <laughs> <laughs> not <Yeah>. a margarita. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, was, that was hilarious. It was actually good. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't the same. Like it was, it had a different flavor. But uh, right. hey, we made it work. It's like whatever. The, it only the, honestly the flavor only matters for the first like drink or two. After that, it doesn't just doesn't fucking yeah, matter. Yeah, you were ten shots in. Yeah. 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 So. Okay. So yeah, we did discover uh, Grand Marnier is a is is a okay substitute for triple sec and a margarita. Okay, so everyone, if they're wondering, listening. There you in go. case you guys were wondering, it's a it's a pretty decent substitute. We had to find other <laughs> other filler. We we went through our tequila. Yeah, we we finished that whole bottle. Just you two? Just the two of us. Damn. Well, uh, yeah, the Casadores. It was just me and Ryan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When we drink, it gets yeah. Wow. Gets crazy. I don't know how to say no. No. <laughs> oh, well, good thing you're alive. And you survive, so I am it. surviving by a thread. <laughs> Well, you Harley? Uh, nothing crazy. We had uh, my coworker um, Josh and his wife and their, and their daughter over. Um, we've been hanging out with them because they're like the only friends locally that that also socially isolate. So so we're able to like hang out with them. So we had them over. Um, looks like we might go camping with them next weekend. So that'd be cool. Um, it's been hot. It's been hot here, like in the 90s. And so we're like always like, it's tough. Like we want to go outside, do shit because, you know, uh, it's it's summertime and it's nice, but it's too hot. So um, yesterday we went for a little uh, joy ride. Um, there's parts of the county that we we're not super familiar with. And there's actually a big, there's two lakes kind of tied together by a reservoir um uh north north of us 
by about 45 miles and we've never been there before. And, um, so, uh, so we went for a day, a day drive and, uh, it was cool. It's nice lake. Uh, we might go boating there if I can ever fix the goddamn boat. So, um, but, uh, yeah, no, it was good. Yesterday was nice. We, you know, um, I mean, being cooped up in the car for a long day can, can be fatiguing and, and that's what ended up happening. I think we we're in the car for about four hours for the whole drive. Um, but, um, that was Saturday and then our oh, wait. Yeah, no, that was the first half of the day. And then Josh and Katrina came over second half of the day. And, uh, and then today we just kind of lounged around. It was hot. I went for a motorcycle ride with, uh, the neighbors across the street, him and his son, my first like kind of sport bike ride for the year. So that was really nice. Cause I hadn't, I hadn't taken the VFR out and actually done any kind of sporting ride. So that was really nice. So that was, All right on. That was me getting back to my roots, so to speak. So that was fun. So um, then, uh, yeah, just kind of hanging out the house. So turn on air conditioner, running that motherfucking AC. (laughs) There you go. You know me, I'm cheap, man, but it gets so hot, I'm like, fuck it, I don't care. Yeah, exactly. uh, There's there's some parts of it. Yeah, you got to just do it. Man, well, yeah, I had a busy weekend um, this Saturday. The Reverend Reagan's birthday landed on Saturday. So um, early in the week, we were looking for a bounce house, and luckily we found one. We weren't sure if they were going to be renting them out or not, you know, with this whole COVID thing. Um, the first two places that Amy called, they, they didn't pick up, but the third one did, and they hooked it up. They got here like at 8.30 in the morning. So I was pretty much – I went nonstop from 8.30 in the morning when they put it up to like – uh, eleven, eleven thirty to maybe eleven o'clock till the movie was over at night. So it was just like bounce house. So even though we were chilling outside most of the time, waiting, um, for like um, just watching them kind of outside, but just still, I was just I was, I was like never really set there more than like ten fifteen minutes. I was hanging out watching them, but they kept going in back and forth, um, um, just getting food, and then our my buddy Jeff's kids came over there, so they were playing. And then sometimes they take a break, they go inside, they'd hang out inside. Um, we wanted them all outside pretty much, so they kept going back and forth. And it just was nonstop. But the kids had so much fun. They were bouncing, jumping. And our neighbor from across the street, that we had met a couple times. They're, you know, they're still relatively new. This was like a perfect icebreaker. They brought the little daughter out, and she came out, and she was jumping. And uh, we talked to um, our neighbor, so he was cool. And um, and just, man, yeah, just nonstop. And my parents came over, and... Uh, um, our neighbors came over for like the screening, so they're over. We had some pizza and some kind of salad. We had a mixture of everything. I uh, had some cake. Um, the kids made like one thirty dollars each. Everyone that kept coming over kept giving them twenty bucks each. It was awesome. <laughs> they, they 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 made out. It was awesome. Um, and uh, so yeah, um, I went about like a few minutes. Man, I was like done. I was gassed. I was like, God damn. I was getting dizzy too. I was like, you know, how you feel old. You go inside a fucking bounce house and. And just try jumping, running, you know, because like once you're in there, you're the adult. Every fucking kid that's got a ball, it's like you got a big target on you. They're just fucking chucking the everything at you. I was like, God damn, you know, I just want to bounce with the kids, play, and it was, it was, it was like Billy Madison and in, in, in that dodgeball scene. It's like now you're all in big trouble. So I just start pegging everybody, right? It's like, okay, you guys are fucking done, right? But just trying to get out and like it's just, oh man, I went in maybe twice and I was like already done. I'm like, okay, this is cool, but it's like. 
there's something about it, man. You become a kid all over again when you <laughs> go into that house, you know? Because yeah. my neighbor, when he first came out, when the guy had just put up the bounce house, like, he was like, I'm all, I'm all, hey, can, um, can he get in, you know? And is there a weight limit? He's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, he, he can go in. I'm like, what about both of us? He's like, uh, I don't know. That might be pushing it. I'm like, see, Dave, we fucking, we, we, we can't both go in there. So I wanted him to go in there. He's like, he's like, See, I'll never. He say, "I'll never get out, mate." I'm fucking heart attack. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, the kids had fun. Like I said, it was it was just so cool. Um, to actually, like, um, they do. It wasn't like a really like a birthday party, like announced. It was just kind of like a makeshift. Like, yeah, we're gonna hit the bounce house for them so they can jump all day. And um, we have our screenings on Saturday anyway, so it just kind of worked out that way. So later on at night, they came over, and we just had food for everybody that did come over, um, and. Uh, yeah, it just turned out really well. It was like no stress, like kind of how we wanted it. And the kids had a good time. So that was important. So every time like they would fight, get hurt, they want them to run inside. And I go, hey, you can't. It's, it's your birthday. Let's just make sure we have fun. And they're screaming, well, crew is doing this and that. And I'm like, all right, let's just, I'll get the big kids out. You guys can go back in. It's just, you know, I want to keep the peace. And I don't know how I had energy, but I was just like, because like 1130, I'm like, man, I'm straight, man. I'm cool. I'm going to start posting pictures online. I fucking dropped my phone like two times in the computer. I'm like, what am I doing? Just go to bed. You know, I'm like what the fuck? Cause I think I, I thought I still had all the energy. Cause before that I was solid. But once I sat down, it was, it was like, it was, it was game over. I was, I was fucking exhausted. Woke up this morning. Like, Oh man, back's all sore. I'm like, why the fuck am I all sore? And I'm like, Oh yeah. But it was crazy before that though. The day before that, the, uh, Friday, I, like when I got out super late at work, the very first call that I had, I was like underneath the mobile, mobile trailer park. Uh, for like four, like I was at that job for four hours and I, I was at least like 30, 40 minutes on this fucking mobile park, uh, running new lines. And my supervisor came out to that job and helped me. So he helped me run those, some new lines, but I was already exhausted that day, you know, but, but I, but all week long I was waiting for this Saturday just cause they were going to bounce house. They were going to have like a, you know, kick ass birthday. So that just kind of kept, uh, motivating me. And when it came and it was awesome, but when it, when it was already gone, like that night, it was like, it's already over. I was so excited for them. They had a blast. They had so much fun. So it was cool. It was totally worth it. It was awesome. Uh, loved every minute of it. Today we just chilled. We were just all exhausted. Everyone just chilled. We watched the movies and, um, um, had some leftovers. And, uh, yeah, I'm still pretty exhausted. So, um, but like I said, it was all worth it. It's just like, you know, they're eight now, which I can't fucking believe my wife's uh. eleven. That's it's like, and I get the memories from Facebook, like, oh, look, crew just, you know, I remember when they were born. I remember, I remember the beanie with the gold sticker that they got when they're, you know, one had a letter A, one had a B. And I was so terrified that that would pop off. Then I wouldn't know we were Reagan anymore, you know? <laughs> I was like, dude, I was like, dude, someone got nail polish I could put like on the bottom of their foot, like, like I used to do with toys, you know? I never understood that too, like, get duplicate toys, you know? It's like, why, why have two anyways, you know what I mean? Um, uh, cause I remember one kid where I used to live, he used to have a bunch of them, right? And I think, I think he had so many that his parents probably forgot that he already had it, you know? So he had another one. <laughs> um, so I don't know how, sometimes I, I come across, I'd have two of the same. So I remember my mom, or, oh, you know what it was? That's, I remember your friends would come over and bring their toys, right? And so you'd have the same ones. Uh-huh. So you'd put like your initials on it, you know? Kind of like when you'd let your friends borrow your Nintendo cartridges, you'd put your initials on it. So you know which ones your games were. Did you ever do that, Tony? Uh yeah, I'd, I'd write my name name on them. Yeah, and I love Tony's the initials always TV. You know? yep, I thought, yep. that, was, I thought that, was, that was cool. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, like I said, so much fun today. We just chilled, 
and um hey uh so what happened with the uh the shout out you got from uh nina oh thanks oh thank you i was i had it i had it written down right here <laughs> yeah so so okay so thank you thanks for my yeah because i saw that i was like what that's badass i know i didn't know if you had seen it on the any anywhere else but i was hoping you'd i was hoping you'd watch you you saw it organically so i totally yeah. saw it organically okay perfect okay cool so i want to get i want to hear your how it happened so so um so just recently so okay if you guys go way back from um actually it ties into the bad boys actually kind of funny where um if you go back in the archives when a human centipede the first one or no serbian film so if you go back to serbian film um tony and i were gonna go watch this band girl in the coma perform live in la yeah um, it was on the weekend. Um, Tony hadn't finished the homework yet, sorry, so he brought his laptop. Was your laptop or your iPad? Uh, I think it was an iPad at the time. Yeah. yeah. So I'm driving, and Tony's watching a Serbian film. So oh, I'm, I remember this. You remember this? Yeah. Yes, so I do. So, <laughs> so it's yeah. This is totally bad boys history right here. So, um, he, he had to finish. It. He had to watch it, right? Because I don't think he was going to have time. So here we are watching the, one of the most grotesque moves ever produced in man history right um he's watching a serbian film on the ipad which is hilarious so i'm driving we're going to go see him we perform they perform they have a good show we got to meet him uh, afterwards talk to him was awesome um and then fast forward a few years later to like 2016 when she's doing her solo act and she's playing in san diego and me and tony go watch her again so we're huge fans of nina diaz the lead singer of girl in a coma so we've seen them we've seen her with her band we've seen her play live yeah so, so just recently, about maybe like two, three weeks ago now, she's been posting videos of um, acoustic sets, and she's been giving shout-outs to people, and some of them were birthdays. So one day, I um, um, I usually read like stories to the kids when they before they go to bed. So one night, I just had my phone and uh, I was listening to one of the songs, and they're like, "What are you listening to?" I'm like, "Oh, check this out." She's singing these songs out. Um, she's she's you know giving shout outs. So I played them a song for instead of a uh, instead of reading them a lullaby, I played them a song. Like they're like that's cool. I'm thinking, man, what if I just fucking just throw it out there and ask her? You know, um, I should do a shout outs for them for their birthday. So I slid into her DMs. <laughs> as the kids, yeah, as the kids say, and I just should have asked her. I was like, hey, is there any way you can uh, do a shout out to like my kids? It's their birthday today. You know, it'd be really cool. And um, you know, if you can, you know, if cool. Like I said, what's the worst thing if she just says no or she ignores it, right? Because, um, you know, because you know what? I'm still waiting for Will Smith to respond back. I don't know why. <laughs> he's I don't know if he's busy or what, but, you know, for the bad boys meetup, it'd be nice if he still gave me that message. So I'm still crossing my fingers for that guy. Oh, still hoping for that. So I sent her a DM, you know, wait, and then waited. And she's like, yeah, uh, I would love to. And I was like, what? That's amazing. She responded. So, so I, I took it a step. I took it another step higher. Instead of replying back, I recorded audio of them, you know, telling them. So I go to them and go, hey, guys, guess what? Nina responded. She's totally going to sing you guys a song. And they're like, what? OMG, OMG, oh, my God, I can't believe it. No way. That and then is, like, yeah. I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to faint. No way, no way. So I had that in audio form, right? So think how cute okay. that sounds, right? So on their voice. So she, so she responds today going, hey. Is there a, a request? You know, anything you guys want? So I'm like, shit, let me see. I'm like, hey guys, so I start playing all the songs, right? And I play the video for Static Mind, and uh, and Ray's like, hey, I like Static Mind. He's like, how about that? Cool. I send her that. She goes, oh, I just played that. I'm like, oh, okay, you know what? No worries. I go, I go, hey, what do you guys want to hear? 
And she's like, let her pick. I'm like, okay. So they said, hey, they said uh, you can pick. And she goes, how about Trick Candle? You know, her first single on her uh-huh. solo album. I'm like, oh, perfect. It's got a cool beat. Totally do that. Go for it. Um, so then, um, so I respond back and she's like, she's like, okay, that's perfect. That'll do that. I'm like, sweet. And I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, oh, shit, I'm just totally just chatting to Nina. No big yeah. Deal, you know, on Instagram, just going back and forth, you know, and I keep recording the reaction. So, um, so late on today, I'm just waiting, waiting, waiting for it, you know, and then I see a comment. She, did you see that? Did you see her tag me on it too? On the comment? Did you see that at all? Or so tell me your, how you saw it. Uh, I, it was just on your story and I was like, yeah. what? And so I, so I clicked through and I, uh, I just, I heard her give you the, sh- give the shout out. Um, yeah. it, it, like, it how was... many river Reagans are there? Yeah. Yeah. When did it click to you? Like, did you? No, no, no. I saw your post and you, you, you said that she gave oh, you a shout my out. story. So I didn't hear her. Like I heard, I saw you post it and I just clicked through to her. So ah, I didn't gotcha. get it organically from her. I got it. Oh, from, right, right. From like you. on your timeline or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. But she totally at me on her comment, you know, and then, uh, just gave them a shout out. And then, uh, I record a little quick video of them going, thank you. Like so shy. Thank you. But the best part again, they fucking overachievers, man. They're just so funny. Like, uh, I go, Hey, you want to, you want to thank her? You know? And like, okay. So I record them. They're sitting there on the couch and I, and I go, I hit private record, you know, and it took three tries. It wasn't like the first two. Cause the first two, they didn't like it, I guess. Um, but the rain just goes, thank you. River goes, thank you. And he goes, and, 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 and this is a, part of the video too it's fucking hilarious thing where goes oh my god i'm totally in my pajamas and i'm like <laughs> he, he is like that right and she just goes she goes oh that's so cool like she kept throwing up the party emojis you know uh the like the and just like you know just thinking them and i don't know it was really cool so hopefully one day you know when it performs live i can you know like if it's like a cool venue like an la one again like that where yeah. it's family friendly I just love to have her meet her, you know? Yeah. And take her in person or whatever. So, so cool. Yeah, I just threw that out. I thought, you know, give it a shot. And uh, if you guys, you know, have, if you guys have Instagram, you know, if you follow me on Instagram, just click on there. Or I even post it on the Facebook. Um, but I want, wanted people to hit up on the comments and, you know, tell her thank you or just say, hey, you know, that's my nephew. That's what this and that. Or, you know, just, I just thought it'd be cool um, that she did that. And like I said, she's been doing it uh, um, for a while now. If you look at her time, you know, timeline on Instagram. She'd been doing that for a while now, so I just I just I, I just threw it out there and see what happened, and she did. So it was really cool. Cool, yeah, yeah. So yeah, thanks for reminding me that. I almost totally forgot. I I had it on my notes. I wrote it down and everything too. Almost forgot. So um, it was just it was just really cool, and I thought that was kind of neat. So yeah, um, you know, that's right. the, the internet. That's crazy things you do, you know. So yeah, I figured. Yeah, no, you dig it too because you know you're a fan too. So I was hoping you in your timeline come by. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's uh, I think it's gonna wrap it up. Sorry, twelve oh four. We try to finish right now. It's kind of funny. Then, right, you guys got? I got nothing. Oh. No, I'm good. Till yep. uh, next time, next bad time, same bad time, same bad time. Yeah. I'll t- I time stamp this again. So happy birthday, River Ray again. Eight happy years birthday! Yeah, happy birthday, little Thank brothers, you. little bad, little bad boys. Yeah, I, just, I call them my double dragons. They were oh, I'm playing the music. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So, no, yeah, episode 512, that was it. So, tune in for next week, and uh, I'm your voice. Let's say we ride together. Harley, we die together. MCP, bad boys for life.